All right, welcome to the Tuesday show. I'm Walter David. I'm way too far to the right here. Let me move over a little bit. Ah, I'm James Chen. How's everybody going? <laughs> so, we'll talk about some fun stuff today. We're going to talk about the value of jerkery. Yes. Uh-huh. We're going to talk about whether you should pay money for lessons. We're going to talk about how SF5 has done. We'll talk about Mortal Kombat XL. We'll talk about mm-hmm. Arbiter and Tusk. Ooh. Yeah, you just want me to go with Arbiter concepts? Yeah, uh-huh. right. Dude, someone actually tweeted me and they said they can't call him anything else but Arbiter now. Arbiter it is. Me, so. uh, that Halo character in Killer Instinct. <laughs> and then we'll talk about, uh, actually I guess before that, we'll talk about Winter Brawl, we'll talk about yeah. Ken Winter Clash, and... A lot of good stuff this last week. There's some, yeah, there was some cool stuff. I mean, obviously, one of the great things that happened at Winter Brawl this past weekend is going to be the first topic for the day. Right. Is uh, Champ versus Kane Blue River. So they had an exhibition mm-hmm. that was on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, to set this whole thing yeah. up, obviously, at Evo, Kane Blue River won, right? He won Evo 2015. In Marvel vs. Capcom 3. And everybody, a lot of the pros, just didn't want to give him any proper credit. In for fact, it. people were upset. Yeah, uh, people were actually Actu- really angry actually about upset. it. Actually upset, yeah. And so Champ started calling him out, started, you know, basically saying, you know, you didn't run into me or Chris G or whatever. Right. Never mind that it did beat Justin, right? It did beat so, Justin. But um, the problem with it was, you know, a lot of people were frustrated with what Champ was saying, but then Kane Blue River would go to events and not even enter Marvel. At SoCal Regionals. Yeah, at SoCal Regionals, and he wasn't accepting a lot of money matches, so like Champ wanted to do a 1st to 15 exhibition with him, and he was like not willing to go with it for a while. So a lot of people started questioning his his, uh, attitude as a champion, you know, one of those kind of situations, and then it just kept kind of snowballing from there. Right. And so finally, we have this weekend here at Winter Brawl, and previous weekend... Cane Blue River played an undefeated, didn't even make it out of pools. Right. Champ had basically said, I don't even want to practice for this match. You know, <laughs> yeah. he was like, I can't even practice because it's going to be so bad. Right. And a lot of people were even wondering if Cane Blue River was going to show up, you right. know, all these things like that. But it wasn't of, the money match. Yeah, it wasn't. It was just an exhibition. Biggie literally flew Cane Blue River out there just to have this exhibition. And uh, lo and behold, Cane Blue River showed up. Yeah. And they had their first 15. What happened? Well, the final score was 15-10. Yeah. That doesn't sound too too bad, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um it was it was a lot worse than that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. some of those games in there were games that Kane switched away from, you know, the big team that mm-hmm. everybody knows him for. He also has like a PR rog and he has I don't know, whatever the Iron he Man played, team was. He played a, a clockwork team. Too. Played, yeah, it's yeah. right from clockwork, yeah. Uh, and, you know, so whatever. He tried that stuff out. That didn't go that great, although I think he did take a game or two with some of those teams in there. But, yeah. But um, some of those games were not actually victories at all. Mm-hmm. They were just F champ giving him the game, pausing. Mm-hmm thereby you know losing the game that's the rule right right if you pause then you've lost the round Mm -hmm. and he did it on purpose in order to give kane a couple of games in there yeah and to literally stand up walk over to the stream station yeah and talk smack about kane blue river on stream right you know he was looking at kane blue river and 
being a jerk. I mean, we couldn't see what he was saying necessarily, mm-hmm. but like you pretty much get the gist of it. Yeah, I mean, there are so many photos of him just like looking at Kane Blue River, like yeah. shouting. I heard he patted his back one time. I was yeah. like, "Good job," you yeah. know, and just basically being a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's just put it that way, right? Being a jerk. Yes, he and the whole time Kane Blue River, like no expression change. Right. Like, just. That's true. Like, very stoically. That's true. A lot of people were giving him credit for not punching F-Champ in the face. <laughs> yeah. Right? That, so. That's true. Well, by the end of it, he switched back to the big, team, you know, the team everybody big knows Big bodies, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he actually took games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, legit, he was taking games. Right. And it got up to the point where I think it was 10-13 at one point, which was close. Yeah. And it was, like, starting to get, like... Kind of <laughs> nervous a little bit. <laughs> or, Interesting. Right, yeah, you could see it starting to change around a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, anyway, F-Champ took the final two games and he ended up sealing it 15-10. to 10. But it it started out a blow-up and it mm-hmm. ended up, you know, it was respectable. It was, right, right. It, was not, it was not an exhibition that I think anybody would have, like, considered memorable by itself. Right, right. Other than right. just for... The jerkery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That was really it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but then the next day, <laughs> that's what sealed it in everybody's mind. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, the interesting thing was Champ was also making all these side conversations too because he beat Cosmos in a tournament and popped off, proceeded to break his own joystick and a couple of Arturo's headsets. That's true. I'm still not sure how that even happened. Like, I can't, I can't even, picture, even it. picture it in my mind. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that happened, and so now Champ is all of a sudden like, I was going to announce on my retirement out of Marvel after beating Kane Blue River and all to these be things fair, like that. We saw him at Wednesday Night Fights, uh-huh. and he was talking about how he hasn't practiced. Like, I don't yeah, think yeah, that's yeah. I don't think that's uh-huh, like uh-huh, made uh-huh. up. Right, right, right. Like he, I don't think he actually has not practiced uh-huh. and. Um, Whatever, that doesn't even matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not even mm-hmm. here or there. Uh, anyway, so the next day, <laughs> F Champ and yeah, Cane Blue River, and Cane Blue River they played it, to, in grand finals. Well, they got to winners' finals. They did get to winners' finals. They made finals. it all as you know, normal as it seems. Champ blew them up 3 0 in winners' finals. It's 3 1. It was 3 1, okay, but it, it was still pretty dominating, yeah. right? But then Cane Blue River went to loser's bracket in loser's finals and beat Noel 3-0. 3-0. Pretty solidly. Yeah. And then that set up grand finals. Right. So grand finals was, you know, it was their real stuff. It wasn't any fake teams or anything like that. And it was a reset 3-2. to two, Very close. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very close indeed. And then Cane Blue River won it, 3-2, in the second set. In grand finals. 3-2, 3-2, he beat F-Champ. After all of the showmanship (laughs) and jerkery of the previous night. Yep. After all the words and the little Mm -hmm. patting on the back as if, oh, you're a little child. All the, all the, all the douchery. (laughs) Right. Uh, And Cane Blue River won it. He yeah. won the major. By the way, if I if I am correct about this, please let me know if not, because I believe he's in the chat. Oh, okay. I think is this is this the first major that he's won, other than Evo. I don't know. I mean, this is probably the first time he's beat Champ in a major, right? Yeah. I would imagine so. But also, the other thing to me though is somehow I feel like this win was probably bigger for Kane Blue River than the Evo win. 
Yeah, because that, I, that is accurate. I, it I, was his first major other than Evo. His first major was Evo, okay? That was, <laughs> that's the first one that he won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, which is incredible. And then, yeah, he, he wins this one. Look, the Evo win is the biggest. I mean, the yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Evo, uh-huh, obviously. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But for him to... You know, he didn't play at SCR. Right. We, we talked about this at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, if I recall correctly, it was something like he just happened to be flying back through L.A. Right, right, The right, flight right. was arranged, like, way in advance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it just happened to be that SCR was later right. set on that date. Right. So it was, like, just a coincidence. Um, first major that he's come to in the U.S. Right. But, the, see, the, the interesting thing is, so he won EVO. But the thing about it is... A lot of people didn't give him credit because they were yeah. saying he didn't run into any more dooms and all these other things. People were making excuses all left and right. Sure. So that was a big win. But then a lot of people discounted it. But now that he's beaten Champ at Winter Brawl, right. I feel like that just took everybody's doubts and was like, okay. And now he's officially like, now people are not going to be sitting there and smack talking him about winning Evo. You know what I mean? That's why I feel like it's such a big win for him to have won that tournament because not only did he get revenge on Filipino champ who was being a jerk the whole entire weekend to him, but, you know, it just, like, what are a lot of these people going to say? Like, he beat Noel Brown in losers finals, 3-0, right? And he had a really sick uh, Dark Phoenix kill. I don't know if you you saw it. I was watching Yeah, yeah. So he had that really sick Dark Phoenix kill. And then he beat F champ coming from losers bracket, needing to win two sets. And so, to me, I just feel like that makes it so that everybody who tries to discredit his evil win can't do it anymore. And that's why I feel like it's such a big win okay. for him. That's why I feel like it's so important. Okay. So, um, yeah, I mean, I just think it's it's really funny, too, because the crowd was, like, going crazy for the whole entire thing. I mean, you what know? can you say? After the previous night of such incredible jerkery <laughs> to lose then, I feel like that's one of the biggest losses that I can recall yeah. in fighting games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and there's been a lot, but I, I feel like that... And it, again, it's all the setup of the previous night. Yeah, like, yeah, had, yeah. Uh-huh, if they had exactly. just played the tournament, even if there had been like minor beef or whatever, right, it's still right, like, it's yeah, cool, yeah, but it's yeah. like you uh-huh. don't remember it. Yeah, It's because of the exhibition and what happened in the exhibition and how Champ treated it Right. that you remember him losing. Yes. The next day in like super poetic justice. <laughs> now, now there's a couple of interesting facets to this, yeah. right? So, one facet, and this is kind of what we wanted to talk about, which is the role of heels yes. in the in the tournament scene, right? So Champ was being a jerk, and I saw a lot of people on Twitter like, "I hate this guy," or like, "I want to punch him in the face," or like, "This is total disrespect." Like, this guy should, you know, like. If anyone's watching a fighting game turn, he's giving up the, the fighting game scene a bad name. You know, all these yeah. things. So that's one aspect I want to talk about. Okay, right? sure. So, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Like, how do you feel like... Do you feel like... Are you mad at Champ for acting the way he did? Or are... <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> to okay. be honest. Okay. Uh, yeah. I think it's really funny, and uh, I, I mean, I've always had an appetite for jerkery and for the blow-ups associated with it, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. I feel like I've never <laughs> not been cool with that. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely in keeping with, you know, <laughs> some, some, some 
frat kid who would go to college football games and heckle all the players. And right. <laughs> yeah, very yeah, much yeah. in keeping uh-huh, with that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So uh, I think it's hilarious. Yeah. And I, I don't, you know, I'm sure that there are some downsides to it mm-hmm, in terms mm-hmm. of, I'm sure it turns some people off. On right. the other hand, I think that it brings in a lot of people. Right, right. And now we're talking about it. Yes. And days later. And we're talking about it in a way that's like very different than how we usually do. Mm-hmm. Usually we have some other topic and then on like, you know, the second after the commercial, uh-huh. we'll like bring up the tournament results. We'll be like, <laughs> yeah, oh, uh-huh. X beat Y. Good right, job, right, right. X. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And we'll move on. Right. But we're talking about this because of the jerkery and what it set up. Right. That's the whole reason. Yeah. And yeah. so it's it sticks in your mind. I think it's really funny. I like having somebody in the scene who is willing or likes to do that kind of mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that that's pretty good. <laughs> Look, I'm just going to say this. Useful, I'm, maybe, is a better word. You know, the FGC, you know, I've often talked about how much I want it to succeed, become more of a popular thing. I don't expect it to blow up to become, like, some sort of major sport or anything like that, or I don't even think we're going to get to League of Legends status or anything like that. But the whole point is, you know, there's definitely good ways to craft this to make it so that it has the best chance possible, right? I always make the comparisons to poker, right? I've always made the comparisons to poker because poker is very similar. You can play against a pro at the table, you know, all these things. And it's a bunch of different people traveling to different tournaments. You know what I mean? There's no real league or anything yeah. like that. The WSOP is like EVO. It just right. happens to be the big one, right? Well, one of the best things about World Series of Poker, or, or just poker in general, was they started focusing on the players. And they had the good guys, but then they had the bad guys. Right. right? They had the Phil Helmuth, right, who just yells at everybody. <laughs> they had the Mike Matisau versus um, Greg Greg Rayner, I think his name was. I forgot, but like they would always clash, and the you know Greg was always like the super. If I got the name wrong, please let me know. Um, but like. He was always this really nice guy and everything. He was really... And Mike Matasau was always yelling at him and, like, being a total jerk to yeah. him. But then Greg would always win, you know? And okay. so, like, it kind of sets up that drama and everything like that. So I actually don't think it, it was bad for the FGC at all. If people watched it and were like, this guy is a jerk, then that's good. Because then they have someone to root against. You know, now whenever you see him come on here, you just want him to lose as badly as possible. And that adds a little level of investment, you know, that right. gets people interested. The point is that you want to see him. Maybe the last word of that sentence is, get his butt kicked. Yeah. <laughs> but the first few words are, you want to see him. Right, right. Right. Yeah. So uh, it definitely, I think, has value in that way. Uh, people in the chat are asking whether I, I think that I would have the same kind of outlook on this if I were in Kane's shoes and uh-huh. if it was some jerk next to me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, I don't, I, all props to Kane for being as stone-faced as he was. I'm not sure that that's something I would have been able to do. Right, uh, right. So I might have handled it differently and maybe not in the best way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, Oh, it, it 100% would have got to me. Like, it yeah. would have been hard for me to deal with, for sure. Right, for sure. right. But on the other hand, um, in, you know, in sports, I definitely, look, I'm going to level with you. I definitely led my league in penalty minutes many a year. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I was that guy. All right? Right, I was right. that player. Mm-hmm. And there were, and not that we would get into fights cause that was banned, but right, you right. know, we would definitely 
rough each other up a little bit and like try to get under each other's skin and i i thought that was awesome i loved it okay. i thought i thought okay. that was a really okay that was like a big part of hockey to me that right, I, right. I really liked that side of it right i mean here's the here's another aspect that you can talk about this as well i actually tweeted this as well i actually felt like you know like i said the, the problem is leading up to this whole thing i just didn't see the emotion in Cane Blue River. In fact, when he lost the, like, let's let's say, let's talk about Fanatic versus Desmond, right? Mm-hmm. They had an exhibition as well. They've had beef for a very long time. When Desmond won that, you could see the look on Fanatic's face. Like he was, he was devastated. Sure. He was just really crushed. When I saw the champ in Cane Blue River exhibition end, I didn't see that same kind of devastation on Cane Blue River's face. You know right. what I mean? It just was more like, all right, I did this. Let's move on now, right? Look, I we're enough of this. And, you know, to me, I felt like that was kind of a problem, in my opinion, because, you know, and I know, like I said, Kane's in this, you said Kane is in the chat, but like, you know, when you're a person of that caliber, I feel like you need to, you know, display a little bit more, you know, confidence in yourself kind of situation, right? I, I, you know, a lot of people were saying how depressed Julio looked when he lost, right? I like that kind of thing. I like seeing people upset when they lose because one, I do it. (laughs) <laughs> and two, I know it means a lot to them, right? Right. But now here's the thing. If it was just a regular exhibition, if Champ wasn't such a jerk, like you said, we wouldn't even be talking about it to this extent, right? I don't know if Kane would have won the next day. I'm not sure if that would have happened. Because because he's such a jerk, Like I feel like that kind of adds a little fire to the fuel. A fuel to the fire, my... Sorry. You got it. Yeah, but the whole thing is, like, even whether you believe it, personally believe it or not, when something like that happens, that just really drives home a lot of stuff, especially the way Cain Blue River closed out the set, you know, the exhibition, is that he started kind of making a comeback, and, you know, something about it probably felt like, wait a second, you know, like, maybe, you know what, I, I can beat this guy. And because he's such a jerk, that makes you want to beat him even more. And I don't know, like, I honestly feel like that can fuel you in a lot of ways. And I feel like that helped propel him to his victory on Sunday. And so, you know, as much as Champ was being a jerk, in a weird way, I think it can help a lot of times. Right. You know, look, whenever you want to beat someone so bad, it, make, it makes you play a lot harder. Who is the player that I'm thinking of? It might even be Fnatic. There was one player that I used to talk to, and he used to say... I'm not good anymore because I don't hate anyone enough. Like I don't. Mm. Oh no! It was like Watson. Watson is oh, like one of the main ones, that, right? Sure. Yeah. So when Street Fighter Four first came out, he didn't care about the game. Yeah. Until Gutex talked smack to him. That's true. I remember that. As soon as Gutex sma- talked smack to him, that was when Watson was like, "Oh no, no, you little, you know, you it, oh niner." It was, like, it you was know? like Gutex beat him at his house or something like that. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. I think they were playing at Watson's place uh-huh, uh-huh. or maybe it was Gutex's place I no it was, Watson's. it was Watson's it was one of Watson's he used to own a home that he rented right. out to other people they were playing there right Gutex beat him right and Gutex I mean this what was is, the phrase I don't remember what it was you just don't know that's what it was he was like you just don't know like he said that to Watson like yeah. like you don't know how how we're you know and Watson was like Oh, you're done. Right. And then basically Watson <laughs> took it upon himself to chase Gutex at like every tournament and beat him. Mission accomplished, by the way. <laughs> Which he did. Right. right. Exactly. So there's certain players out there that, you know, 
whether you are, you know, someone who is very kind-hearted like Nico or like Kane Blue River, or whether you're, you're, you're a jerk like Mike Watson, when you have that opponent, when you have that person that you're gunning for, this is why Vi always talks about having rivals. Right. It really, really ups your game. You know what I mean? It, it just it makes you play harder, whether you admit it or know it or not. You know what I mean? Whether it's conscious or subconscious. So in a weird way, I think it was kind of helpful hmm. to Kane Blue River to have Champ be such a jerk to him. Okay. But also, look how happy everyone was after he won. Right. That that the, they 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 basically mobbed him on stage. Right. <laughs> And that wouldn't have happened if Champ wasn't such a jerk. And I saw people in the chat saying that they, they're not even Marvel fans, really. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But they were cheering for this because of that whole backstory. Yeah, uh -huh, exactly. Someone asked who my rival is. I still say Ed Ma. <laughs> uh, he's just your demon. Yeah, he's my demon. He's not necessarily my rival. Yeah. He's, my demon. Yeah. he's my demon. You like so. him. He's like a nice demon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like that nice demon. He's the nice guy who talks so much smack to you, like, almost unintentionally in the nicest way possible. It, I'm, not, I'm never sure if it's unintentional or not with that. <laughs> <laughs> I've never really been able to figure it out. Yeah, I definitely talk trash to him on purpose. But, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. But that's, anyway. that's kind of how I saw it. And then, oh, God, yeah, someone just mentioned it on, on stream, Muffin Man did, but, uh, yipes, dude. Like, mm -hmm. he, that's what made the whole, like, dude, the whole thing just went yeah. together so well. It was done well. Yeah, Yipes' reaction and expressions, and, oh, it was so funny. <laughs> it was great stuff. It was. It was. It was. Yeah. Again, we're talking about it now, mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know, in a way that we would not talk about if there wasn't this whole storyline. Yeah. Um, from, from Champ's perspective, I mean, you know, he even put this out on Twitter, saying that he sort of felt bad about it afterward. I think this is not after he lost this was like after the oh really i didn't yeah. see that I, yeah. I must have missed that okay. Um, okay he said something like you know i felt bad about it but i had to do it you know <laughs> <laughs> for for the fans or right, something right, like right, that right, right. um you know with with him it's definitely part of his personality mm -hmm. but it's also mm -hmm. definitely played up mm -hmm. you know yeah, yeah um yeah. It's, it's a real part of his personality. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't yeah. get me wrong. You can't, you can't fake that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to have that jerk in you to be yeah, right. able to He's do that. He's so, definitely in there. Yeah, but yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely also exaggerated a little bit. <laughs> well, okay. So let me ask you this. So I, I said the first part of it was the whole, you know, does the heel, like, where, did you think it was wrong, etc. But what did you think of Champ's reactions to after he lost? He, he can't, what can he do? He was like really humble about it. I know. It, I mean, what know? else? What else did he even do? Yeah, is my question. I mean, mm -hmm. I just I feel like that's the only that's the only answer. Yeah, all Dude, you can so your only option. The expression on his face right when he lost was still like the best expression yeah. ever because he had his mouth open. He yeah. had a jaw drop. Yeah, he did. And it literally looked like I don't know what to do now. Oh, uh, he did not believe it. Yeah, uh -huh. like he was like he I just popped into an alternate reality. <laughs> <laughs> He's <like> flabbergasted. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, even on the stage, he didn't ask for a run back against Aaron Black. You know, <laughs> he he just it wasn't the worst loss of all time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was he actually said, "Okay, he outplayed me." And even on Twitter, he was saying, "I got outplayed. I I have to hold that." He released a list of the fifteen best best Marvel players today. Even though he messed up and it kind of extended to like thirteen or fourteen players, oh, yeah. but um. See. 
it looked like he was kind of listing them in order of, of what he thought the levels were okay. at first, and Cane Blue River was fourth on that list. Oh, I mean, it was, he was it was himself, Chris G, Justin, and then Cane Blue River was like he was like fourth or fifth. Okay, so already you know like that's the cool thing about it is I mean at least he recognized it. He's like I got legit beat. He right. didn't make excuses, which was kind of nice. Well, what was the phrase he said afterward? I think it was he was referring to Kane. Uh-huh. He was the better man yesterday and the better player today. Yeah, uh-huh. that is very well done. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that's like really well said. Yeah, you know? it's yeah, like he had yeah. planned it out. I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because he's right. I mean, Campbell River, like you said, he didn't break. Yeah, Campbell River did not break through all of that taunting from Filipino champ, and I think that says a lot of his character. Sure, that and him coming back and winning against champ, I think, just catapulted him into the area of respect in the FGC. And honestly, you know, as much as as painful as that might have been for, for Nico to go through that exhibition and have Champ be such a jerk and you're just sitting there like, I want to punch this guy, but I'm going to be a better man about it. Like, his status now in the FGC, I feel like, is just, is like, like, he had fans before, but now it's just like, I think it's just... He's he's been rocketed into this kind of upper echelon of FGC heroes, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> I think you might be right about that. Oh man. And all because of F Champ being a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So. Huge part of that. Mm-hmm. Heels. I mean, they have a place. I think they do. They have a place. I think they do. Um, I mean, even like. Even someone like Tokido knows this. Like, he, like, remember that re- last Red Bull Kumite? He was talking smack to Bonchan, even though you could kind of tell it was like, yes. Whatever. I body him. Yeah, uh, he always gets second place, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. When K Brad was talking smack to Snake Eyes, right. telling him he was overrated. And, you know, even in that same tournament, when Texas, when Snake Eyes beat him, now, K-Brad even told Snake Eyes, like, man, if you beat me, you better pop off. Like, That's he, right, he told yeah. him to pop off. You know, K-Brad recognizes the, the, the effectiveness of this kind of thing, you know. So, there's a place in it, you know. Oh, great. <laughs> I'm with that. Oh, all right, all right. Well, is that it for KBR versus F-Champ discussion? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I think so. okay. Well, then let's talk about... Just next th- one thing I just want to yeah. say is I really am happy for Cane Blue River though. Like when yeah. that happened, like you, it's almost like you could feel the entire FGC like stand up. It was like the end of a movie, you know? Oh like, yeah, oh, like yeah. where everyone's shouting and cheering, oh, yeah. and you see the women in the crowd cry. Oh yeah, you know? And, uh, yeah, it was it was it was it was it was pretty cool. So. I definitely got loud in my apartment. <laughs> for sure, it was awesome. It was uh, awesome. So good moment. All right. All right, well, let's talk about the next thing up here, which is paying money, dollar signs, representing money, for lessons. Mm -hmm. Fighting game lessons. Right, right. This actually came up um, because of Anti from the Smash community. He actually tweeted out recently, he was like, I don't know why people are paying like $40 for lessons. This is ridiculous kind of thing. And like, you should just be grinding 50 hours a day and to get better or whatever like you know, like this is just it's a dumb idea to pay for lessons yeah and uh, a lot of people started it just started this little interesting debate on Twitter it wasn't anything huge it wasn't like a blow-up Tuesday kind of thing 
But I, I was just interesting what you're uh, interested to see what your thoughts on the matter are. If you are a player who really wants to get good, yeah, and you're not, right. would you pay someone like a Justin Wong or a PR Balrog to help you learn to get better, or do you think that's just a bad idea? I'm not sure that I would, but I also don't have anything against anybody else doing that. Okay. If they think that that's, if it's financially valuable to them to be better at fighting games, then I think that makes total sense. This is an issue that I've definitely evolved a lot on. I remember mm -hmm. in early Street Fighter 4 days, there were some lessons being taught by... Justin and Justin, yeah, it was yeah. Justin and Gutex is who it was. <clears throat> and I remember being mad about it at the time. Mm -hmm. Like, it, that it was not something that you should trade dollars for. Mm -hmm. That it was, it was very foreign as a concept to me. Mm -hmm. But that was seven years ago or so. <laughs> Pretty long time. And right. I'm definitely over that. Uh, I no longer think about... The, the thing was is that I was thinking of, maybe this is somewhat what anti-thinks too, is that fighting games are to be removed entirely from money. And then if you win money, that it's... That's like what happens when you win a tournament, but it's like, mm -hmm. you're not doing this for money. Oh, right. It's like right. not about... Okay, okay. It's not money. Right, and so right. like bringing money into it in any extra sort of way feels like taboo kind of. Right. That's how I felt about it back, back right, when. Right. I don't know okay. this guy. Okay. I mean, I know the name only. I don't know him as a person very well. Right, right. So um, I'm not sure, you know, I can't really speak to what his thoughts are, but mm -hmm. if that's what he's thinking, then um, it's something that you have to recognize as as being, you know, money is involved in it. Right, and and right. money money is involved in a lot of things. Mm -hmm. um, people trade dollars for everything to get better at all sorts of everything. Everything, anything you can think of. <laughs> going um, to school to become a mechanic, going to right. school to become a doctor, right. going to school to become whatever, you know. You know, paying, paying your, you know, friend's dad to give you guitar lessons or whatever, mm -hmm. whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, that's something that happens all over the place. And right. Fighting games are not some sacrosanct little part of the world where there's no dollars involved. Mm -hmm. In fact, there's there are more dollars involved now than there ever have been. Right. Like orders right. of magnitude more. Right. Uh, so don't it's I don't think it should be considered anything weird. If if you want to get better at fighting games enough that you're willing to pay somebody to do it, mm -hmm. uh, then I think that that's fine. Because look, people people invest a lot of money into this hobby. <laughs> they do. To go to a to go to a tournament is is a hundreds of dollars proposition mm -hmm. for most people mm -hmm. unless it happens to be in your hometown you're getting a hotel mm -hmm. you're getting a plane ticket or a bus ticket or you're splitting gas mm -hmm. you're paying money for food you know you're entering games all that stuff costs dollars yeah and i mean i just want to even tack on that i mean the phrase time is money right all that time you're traveling all right. the time you're practicing maybe yeah. you took off work or you know maybe yeah. you traded a shift with a friend <clears throat> exactly you know that's so. Yeah, I don't begrudge anybody for wanting to get better, and one of the avenues to do that is to have a teacher. Mm -hmm. At the same time, it's important to that you don't rely on that exclusively. I mean, definitely an important part of being taught is being is learning how to learn yourself. Right. And so once that's something that you figured out, you can sort of improve right. without having to spend money constantly. And if it's if it's one of those situations where you're paying for like some for-profit college and the professors aren't real and you're not getting accreditation, don't do that. Okay? That's, that's bad. If there's some FGC equivalent of that, right. if there's some skis lord taking money for that, please don't do that. Okay. But 
if you, if you have some legit teacher who was really trying to help you out, I'm fine with that. Right. Anyway, what about you? Uh, well, I mean, before I get into that, there's been a lot of really good comments here in the stream chat okay. that I've seen, right? Uh, from Keats, he mentioned, like, um, you know, sometimes the greatest players aren't even the best teachers. Oh, right? absolutely. So that's like, sure. that can be an issue, right? Uh, Muffin Man asked us, um, do we feel that someone who isn't a top player can teach a player to become a top player? Mm. Right? And then uh, I think it was, I saw another good question here from. Uh, I, f I saw another good question, but I'll, I'll mention it if I see it. But, uh, but you know, it, it's, it's an interesting concept here the, the, to, to get into Muffin Man's question first, right? Um, Keats was more just kind of a statement kind of thing, right? So Muffin Man's statement, I absolutely believe that that's possible for a non-top player to teach someone to become a top player. Mm -hmm. um, we haven't seen it happen because there's really been no such thing as teachers, in our community really yet right um but i absolutely think it can happen the way that my reasoning is phil jackson right he was a basketball player he yeah. was okay <laughs> he i mean was... to be fair he was one of the top 300 players in the world at one time right yeah yeah, yeah yeah not some bad player so <laughs> he's obviously the first or second or third greatest nba coach of all time depending yeah. on who you talk to right um you know, I can picture someone like Shady K who, I mean, do you count him as being like super top player, winning tournaments kind mm, of thing? I think he could be, but it's not something he's terribly interested in. Right. Laugh. Yeah. Laugh was a great coach, right? There's a lot of players who I consider to be very, very good coaches, teachers, you know what I mean? And that's the thing is like in the fighting game, obviously you're not a coach. You don't have to put a whole cohesive team together like sure. basketball or something like that. But in the situation of being like you know who would also be a well i mean i guess Flo is a top player though because mm -hmm. he he wins he's ridiculous but you know someone like him would be anyone who can pick up any character and play anybody is like a really good coach or a teacher or a practicing partner that's what i kind of consider the fighting game community i don't know if it's necessarily someone that you would have be a teacher yeah. but have someone be a training partner with to practice against who can use every character who can come up with great ideas and there are a lot of players that I feel like that have the potential to be great uh, training partners that might not necessarily be able to win tournaments themselves. I think this is an interesting example that somebody brings up, which is Noel Brown. Oh, yeah. Noel Brown has turned himself, it's not even recent, but he's been a good player in Marvel for a, a long time. <laughs> in, in, in every game he plays, he's good. Okay? He's not oh, bad at anything. And if he wants, if he wants to take a game seriously, like he does well in it, but he like doesn't win tournaments, right? Okay? Mm -hmm. But he is up on the stage giving advice all the time <laughs> to everybody, constantly. <laughs> yeah, and it's there's a reason for that. He's awesome at it. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. I've I've been next to him as he's giving advice, mm -hmm. and I've, I've, I can hear it, and it's like really insightful. It's mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. tailored well. Yeah, um, he notices things that other people don't notice. Right. I don't know if that's just something that he, it's better, it's easier for him to do if he's not the one in the moment or yeah. what, but it, he's really good at it. And Dude. so a lot of like super good players, he <laughs> is, okay? I understand people don't like Noel. Yeah, got yeah, it. yeah. Uh -huh, I got uh -huh, it. Uh -huh. But you have, to, you have to give him props that he is very good at this. Look, a lot of people don't know this, but um, there was one year, I think Noel either didn't make it to Evo or something, I forgot. It might have, it was one of the years that Justin did really well at a tournament, and Justin even told me, he was like, 
I won this one game because Noel texted me and told me to do something. That's right. I and remember it that. Worked. <laughs> yeah. 2009 Grand Finals. Justin Wong versus Daigo. Justin goes with Abel. He counterpicks Daigo with Abel to start it and doesn't work. And it, when you watch, there's that one film that AJ Papa made where he, he, he kind of chronicled that fight. And there's lots of shots, and at one point you can see the crowd. You can literally pan and see Noel Brown doing this. Like that. He's telling Justin to go to Balrog. And that's what Justin does, and that's how Justin reset the bracket. Like, he would not have reset the bracket had Noel Brown not told him to do that. So people have to believe that he is actually a really good coach. He really is. <laughs> but it's not just him. I can think of lots of examples of people who became top players who mm-hmm. came up under some mentor. Mm-hmm. That mentor is not a top player, mm-hmm. but, like, helped in that sort of lower stage of learning how to learn and learning the basics of, mm-hmm. of games that maybe, you know, once you sort of set somebody's mind to understanding how to learn new things, mm-hmm. then they can jump out and become a top player or <clears throat> do whatever it is that they do. Right. Whatever, not just fighting games. Um, that's, that's, but that's something I've seen in fighting games a lot. People who have mentors. And yeah, that's true. Overcome. I mean, someone mentioned Jabali and CJ Truth. I mean, goodness knows Jabali has never won anything in his life, right? I mean, and CJ Truth has gotten really good, so. Indeed. Jabali always takes all the credit for it. What that. about Knuckledo? <laughs> he helped Knuckledo too. Fact. <laughs> oh, man. So someone asked, do you think that they can teach so that they can teach well enough in a game that they don't play as much? Can someone be a good general fighting coach? Well, I think that probably has its limits. Yeah. But I, I definitely think it's possible. I mean, because like... To some degree. Right. You, you were talking about, you know... Uh, like, for example, like me, right? I, when we do commentary, I notice all sorts of crazy things when I'm doing commentary. I'm yeah. like, oh, he's doing this. When I'm playing, I'm like the dumbest player in the world. Like, I forget... Like, I jump at people when that's the only way they can get a comeback on me. And, you know, when I commentate, I'm like, why would you jump? That was right. the only way Bison could have jumped right. strong and killed you. Right. And then when I played against uh, Andy OCR one tournament, yeah. only way he could have killed me, I jumped at him and he killed me. You know, it's just that it's weird when you're in the moment. No, it's yeah. so hard to pick it out. So, yeah, there are definitely a lot of people who are good at teaching who aren't necessarily good at playing, you know. I definitely think I'm a better teacher than I am a player. Okay. <laughs> Let's put it that way. So. Yeah, man. Oh, man. But, yeah. In any case, are you okay with people paying money for yeah, that? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because, like I said, time is money, right? So, basically, if you're saying you should be grinding 50 hours instead of paying $40 for an hour lesson, right? For some people, that time is more valuable than the money. You know what I mean? If yeah. you have that ability to spend that money and feel like it's worth it because you don't have the time to grind, then there's nothing wrong with it. Then there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Because in my opinion, time is every bit as valuable as money. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, well, I mean, I get three hours of sleep every night and stuff. So, you know, um, there's definitely something to be said about that. So, yeah, I mean, it's good to grind and learn how to play fighting games yourself by dumping hours and hours and hours into it. But some people don't have that necessarily. And they want to see if they can get to the point where it's worth dedicating that time. So if you want to spend the money early on to get lessons from someone and someone can get you to a point where you feel good about it, 
And then you're like, you know what? I could be a top player. Now I'll dump all this time into it. It just, it is kind of a little bit like a shortcut. And, you know, a lot of people are, you know, feel like maybe that's kind of cheating or whatever like that. But let's face it. I mean, you're watching all these tech videos and stuff like that on online. And just because it's free doesn't make it any different than someone teaching you, right? You're, you're getting that same shortcut from all the free YouTube videos that all these people are putting out all over the place, right? It's the same thing. You just making it free doesn't make it any less cheating than paying money to a top player to learn how to play. So, I'm with you. Okay. Cool. All right. Uh, do you want to take a break and then we can come back and talk about Street Fighter Five sales and sure. stuff like that? Okay. Cool. Uh, when we come back, we'll Boop. get new. Uh, did I say such like that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Good cut. All right. <laughs> I was so confused. <laughs> I was so confused. Okay, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. First of all, I just want to clarify to Bizarro Mike that I was not a goon in hockey. <laughs> a goon is somebody who's just there to fight and cause penalty minutes. But I'll have you know, and not only did I lead my league in penalty minutes, but I led it in goals and assists and therefore points. That's true. <laughs> that happened one year. I led it in all those and also penalty minutes. <laughs> Although, <laughs> to be fair... And also to totally out myself as actually being terrible, probably. Mm -hmm. That was a year I was 13, mm -hmm. and the league had to, they're like one enough players, so the league had to combine two age groups. <laughs> and I was on the maximum high level, and I was playing with eight year olds. <laughs> This is probably why you got called for penalties. Oh, yeah. Because you're just like... Doo -doo 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 -doo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Was... And then I was just mowing down these little kids. <laughs> <coughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. Oh, man. It was it was a blast. Anyway, I still... You know, I wasn't... I also led my league in penalty minutes when I was actually in a legit age group. Oh, Although man. not points. <laughs> Oh, what a David, fun year that David, was. David the goon. <laughs> it was such a fun year. Ultra goon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <coughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, <sighs> Being up on eight-year-old kids. I was man. just skating right through. But, oh, God, I'm going to score. So no wonder you're a Zangief player, right? You've been doing that your whole life. Just like uh, armoring through everybody. Yeah. Oh, um, man. Okay, well... All right, anyway, let's talk about whatever this is. Yeah, Street Fighter Five sales, right? So the, the Street Fighter Five sales came out. Last year. Last week, we kind of talked about, you know, this whole can Street Fighter Five recover. We were talking about, you know, bad launch and all these things and everything. Well, then the numbers came out, and Street Fighter Five in Japan did not do particularly well. If you look at the top numbers for fighting games in Japan for first week of sales, it is dominated 
by Super Smash Brothers Wii U, but that's probably not a shock to, but to anybody at this point, which was at 244,747. That's a lot. Second was actually Persona 4 Arena Ultimax for the PS3. Now, a lot of people might be going, what the hell? How did that game sell so well? Don't underestimate the popularity of Persona in Japan. Clearly. Okay, because... Let's put it this way. The RPG was definitely lifting the fighting game. The fighting game was doing the RPG no favors, you know? I wonder, so, honey. Um, the third highest game was Vanilla Street Fighter Four. Okay. At 84,000, essentially 85,000 copies. Then Super Street Fighter Four makes sense. They had that popularity continue at sure. 80,000. And then finally in fifth place, appropriately enough, was Street Fighter Five, which was uh, 46,836. Uh, right under it was Ultra Street Fighter 4 at 45,660. So, needless to say, the sales didn't do particularly well in Japan by those numbers. Those are physical discs. <clears throat> right, but those are physical discs. They're missing the digital sales. I don't know how popular digital sales are in Japan, though. I have no idea. I've heard that Japan is like me. They like owning physical copies as opposed to digital things. Um, to like, I still have such a ridiculous amount of CDs in my home. <laughs> but um, you know, maybe that could account for some of it. Maybe a lot of the sales were digital. But then, you know, I've also heard that consoles just haven't been doing that well in Japan. I've also heard that you know the game didn't come out in the arcade, so it didn't. Japan Japanese players aren't really accustomed to having a, a fighting game come straight out to console. You know, so there's there's definitely a lot of things that could go into this but um i don't know a lot of people were kind of parading it around as this kind of like oh my god street fighter 5 is doomed kind of thing and so i mean do you think this is a bad sign it's not great i mean it's even if the digitals end up meaning that it's I, look I, if anybody knows that there's like some usual ratio between physical and digital sales i don't know I don't know if there is. Right. If there is, and that would help us calculate total numbers, that would be great. But if not, I mean, there's no way that it reached Smash levels <laughs> right. off the table. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Also, probably unlikely that it reached Persona 4. Like, it didn't mm -hmm. get twice as many. Right, right. It didn't double. It didn't, didn't so. get as many, I should right, say, right, right, digital right. as it did mm -hmm. um, uh, physical. So, you know, it's not, it's not great. I don't think it matters that much. To be honest, mm -hmm. um, in in general, and I've been saying this the whole time, I don't feel like Street Fighter Five is this make or break thing. Right. We're um, gonna talk about some cool MKX releases in a bit. We're gonna talk about Arbiter coming out. Mm -hmm. We're gonna talk about Tusk and Killer Instinct. Right. I mean, there's you know, uh, Revelator was just playable in LA or in Irvine. Anime Ascension. Yeah. Anime, uh, yeah, Anime Ascension. So all these other games. You know, Tekken 7 is coming out with a new version. There's all these other games. Mm -hmm. So I don't feel like this is, like, super important, mm -hmm. just in general. Right. But for Street Fighter V itself, yeah, it would have been nice if it was better. Also, you know, I, I want every, like, country's FGC to do great, mm -hmm. obviously. But I'm not super invested in the Japanese scene. Um, I don't really care any more or less about mm -hmm. their scene than I do about anybody else's. Right. And so if, it, if it's the case that, like, North America's doing great and... Japan's not. I mean, that's too bad, but it's like not. I don't really care that much. Right. right. Uh, it, you know, in in general, it what what feels to me is the case so far is that Street Fighter Five in tournaments is being played by people who are coming from different game scenes. Yeah. Street Fighter Four, but also, you know, Ki, Mk, 
anime, whatever. Oh. It seems like a lot of people are converging on it. I don't know how many new players there are, but I also haven't been to a new major yet. Right. Haven't had time yet. We're going to do that this month at a couple of places. We're going to be at Final Round. We're going to be at Little Cow Originals. Mm-hmm. We'll see whether there are new people. Mm-hmm. It wasn't immediate that the 0-9ers showed up in Street Fighter right. 4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They bought uh-huh. the disc. I mean, you can see the numbers. Mm-hmm. But they didn't show up at tournaments for a while. Mm-hmm. Definitely took some months, at least. So, you know, well, we'll see. Again, though, I don't think it's super important. Yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting to me because I, I honestly think another factor of it is because there weren't a lot of players uh, in the arcade. There was no arcade scene before it came out. I, I don't want to underestimate the importance of people like Daigo for the Japanese scene. Daigo is just learning the game. People haven't seen him play the game. And had he been playing this whole entire time and doing well in the arcade scenes, I feel like a lot more people would have bought the game. Because I, I honestly feel like Daigo has a huge influence on, on a lot of the fighting games and Tokido and Bon Chan and a lot of those players out there. And, you know, we, they just haven't had a chance to see a lot of them play. Right, so I think that might account for a little hmm. bit of the the problems with the sales. The interesting f- part to me is like you talked about, you know, a lot of people from different scenes and everything like that. It's interesting because I really do feel like they released the game early for the competitive scene, and it's paying off for the competitive scene. We've already had Evo break numbers. Um, right. Last week we talked about it, you know, being breaking the record, but um, just between some conversations uh, between, I think it was. Tempest Rob and uh, and Wizard, I think it was Tempest Rob. It was somebody who, because Wizard basically tweeted out, "Is like these numbers are ridiculous," and someone's like, "Can you give us a hint at least? Is it over three thousand? And Wizard just responded with a thumbs up graphic, so it's already over three thousand. Okay, right at Evo. Um, I just talked to a TO of another event, and he basically just told me that rooms are selling out all over the place because he has just ridiculous numbers for Street Fighter Five right now. So, you know, I don't think the low sales numbers mean anything yet. Okay. I don't think they mean anything yet. In fact, there's an interview with Matt Dahlgren. He says we're in this for the long haul and right. everything like that, that we're not, we're not trying to just do something. It was an interesting quote. It was an interesting quote. He's like, you, can, you can't make a bad game good with time or something like that, but you can make a good game. You can add all the stuff around a good game. So, okay. You know, and, and the way that this game is turning out, it is very good so far. I mean, we've been seeing so many crazy results. We'll get into those in a little Indeed. bit. Um, this weekend, all the matches for Street Fighter Five and all the tournaments were ridiculous. They mm-hmm. were so good. So, you know, I I feel like Street Fighter Four was maintained by that. Even the ultra numbers, you know, were close to Street Fighter Five. I feel like they only got that because the FGC existed. So I, I feel like Street Fighter Five. If they do play this long-term strategy, I think it'll work out pretty decently. The only thing that I would say is that in June when the story mode comes out or whenever they add a lot more content, they really, really have to push like, hey, look, new-ish version. You know, they almost kind of have to relaunch it. They have to treat it like a new launch. Otherwise, people are like, why would I play this? Why would I ever go back to it? So, Yeah, all right. Well, cool. You want to talk about some events? Uh, let's do that. Let's do that. Let us talk about those awesome events that we saw this weekend. You got it, James. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for being enthusiastic. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Let's talk about Can Winter Clash first. 
Sure. Because that was first in okay. time. Okay, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. So, it, this is in Cannes, France. Street Fighter V was the big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the first Capcom Pro Tour ranking, ranking event. event. Yeah. God, I really wish they would retroactively put Winter Brawl in there. Oh, yeah. That event was so good. Agreed. But anyway. Very good players were there. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. Um, my computer froze. You want to oh, okay. scroll down to the players list? <laughs> sure, no problem. Oh, no, no, it's there. It's all good, man. See, I'm telling you, your computer doesn't have this problem ever, right? Yeah, it's pretty rare. I'm telling you, there's something wrong with this room, dude. This room is like the machine destroyer room. Uh, it's very strange. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. See somebody in the chat asking, did Luffy win? Good thing you put the Kappa face there, because no. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a bit. Let's talk about top 16, though. Wow. Okay, okay. So 13th places were BGS, UM, ESAM with Karen. Mm -hmm. Then BX3TP, Link, Veggie from with Birdie. Then Kilmore and Junie. I don't know who they played. Mm -hmm. Ninth place, Kindevu with Fang. That's right. Some of the Japanese, well, a Japanese player made it out him. there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, -huh. uh Then Dupsko with Birdie ninth. Okay. Also ninth, Piccolo with Nash, Ryu, and Nikali, and Kuja with Kami. Top eight, F A Big Bird seventh place with Ken and Melty Will Tupac seventh place with Laura and Nash. Okay. Fifth places were Gutex, out there from the U S. Top eight, Armika and some Ryu. Yeah. Shout outs to Gutex. Yeah. Traveling been... to Europe. <laughs> At least someone did. I was going to say. From U.S. At yeah. least someone from U.S. did. Yeah, absolutely. And it paid off. Fifth place. Congrats. Fifth also was VSL Miyakyo Vega. Fourth was Mordesai with Vega Zangief. Third was F.A. Prodigal Son with Ken and Fang. I didn't see him use Fang. Ooh, Interesting. Okay, okay. Then second place, BX3 TP-Link Phenom. Mm -hmm. M. Bison Nikali. Mm -hmm. Winner of the whole thing, Mr. Crimson Laura. Yep. Laura. Now, I know you're more attuned with the European scene than I am. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Do you know who Mr. Crimson is? Have you heard of him before? Yeah, I had heard of him. I think he played Viper in Street okay. Fighter 4. Okay. I don't think he was considered like a major winning player. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, what, the top 16 that you mentioned, yeah. there's a lot of new names in there. There So there were a lot of new names for me too, but mm -hmm. I, I said that on Twitter and people who are more familiar with the FGC okay, in okay. Europe said that, no, most of those players have been around. Okay, good. Okay. Just not like major winning right, 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 players. Right. But the one who they mentioned as being new was Miyakio mm, Vega. Okay, okay. Yeah, Crimson was a gear player, that's right. Oh, um, okay, okay, okay. But yeah, Miyakio Vega apparently actually is new. Huh, so fifth place, being uh, new, fantastic. Because even at even at Winter Brawl, like the new player there that did really well was a Vega player as well. I think. Oh, I yeah. forgot his name, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to, we'll, we'll get out. to it. Yeah. So um, okay. Yeah, they they were interesting results. Laura was a character who I didn't, I wasn't sure about, mm -hmm. and I've said that publicly. I just wasn't sure. I knew that I hadn't put in the work. She seemed to me like she had some issues. Mm -hmm. So I'm super happy to see that he, somebody won a tournament <laughs> right. with her. I think that's fantastic. Did you actually get to see any of the matches? I watched most of it, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. How did it look, the way he played Laura? Good. He's a bully. I mean, that seems like how you should play that character. Okay. Okay. So he, he definitely made some hard reads. That worked out well. He had good spacing and stuff on the way in. Mm -hmm. But once he was in there, he was in there. 
and it seemed like he snowballed really well. He had some good setups. I mean, he was he he played he played well. I, I like this character variety that I see up here, though. Laura yes. and Bison, Nikali, Ken, Fang, Vega, Zangi, Vega, Armika, Ryu, Laura, Nash, Ken. I mean, that's a pretty it's a pretty in the top thirty two. Every yeah. character was represented. Oh really? Yes. Oh nice. Okay. Well, interestingly enough, I mean, I noticed some players like uh, MBR. Who I know, who who I've seen do well in Street Fighter yeah. Four. He was tied at twenty fifth place. Um, I don't see Luffy in the top thirty two. No, you don't. You don't see Valmaster either. They were both there. Okay. They didn't make it out of their pools. They oh really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now apparently, oh, I forget who it was, but Luffy had like King Devu, and might have been like Mr. Crimson or something oh, like, yeah, yeah, in the okay. same it was something like that there were yeah, three yeah, players right, in that right, pool right. and like Luffy was the one who didn't make it out yeah. uh, if I recall correctly but in any case yeah he and Val Master didn't make it out hey but you know what I mean look what happened with Kane Blue River at undefeated he didn't make it out of pools everyone was like ha ha and then Winter Brawl he's like ha ha so doesn't necessarily mean anything right right so, uh, no but it'll be really interesting I, I can't wait to see the kind of players that crop up in in Europe, you know, everywhere, everywhere. frankly, yeah. everywhere. So. Be, there's gonna be new players. I mean, the game definitely uh, caters to a, to a different style than most mm -hmm. characters in Street Fighter mm -hmm. Four did. So yeah. it shouldn't be a surprise that there's different. But I'm also, you know, I'm really impressed by Phenom, Ryan Hart for getting up there cons as consistently as they did. Big Bird, Will Two Pack right. were both super successful in Street Dude, Fighter Four. Ryan Hart's gonna be good at everything that he's gonna play. Right. right? I mean, what's really interesting, though, is, like, Gutex has been doing well at a lot of the tournaments that he's gone to, right? Some people were even saying that they've noticed that Daigo has started to play his Ryu more like Third Strike. Mm -hmm. I really feel like this game is going to be really good for Third Strike players. Totally. Totally. I, I really honestly think that so for all those Third Strike players that, like, that Street Fighter 4 was like, this game is garbage and didn't move over... This is the game for you to come back. Like, I've been saying that. Honestly, I feel like this is the game for them to come back because the footsie style of it, the tempo of it, yeah. and now you don't have to worry as much about being parried. Like, you can just kind of disrespect people a little bit yeah, more. Start so. without parries. So. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. It's, it's very interesting to see how it, how it goes. Yeah, I'm happy for Gutex. He's always been, by his own admission, a player who needs to play a lot mm -hmm. to have success. Mm -hmm. He's like... A by volume sort of player yeah and you are too mm -hmm. if you're really training a lot that kind of player has a lot of success and i know he has been he's been playing he was playing at e3 and all of the different majors that had it he was there and he played all the betas and you know so uh, congrats to him for having yeah. success having put in all that work yeah and, and going to europe <laughs> i mean seriously yeah major props to going to actually traveling there, you know so. it man Okay. Um, King of Fighters 13 was won by King Devu. EX Yori, Kim Karate. Mm -hmm. Smash Melee was won by Jagoff, I would say. <laughs> I was going to say DJ Agoff, but probably not. I was hoping you would pronounce it that way. Jagoff. Right. Yeah. Uh -huh. With Falcon Fox. Mm -hmm. Mr. R won Smash Wii U, Sheik and Cloud. Ultra Street Fighter 4 was won by King Devu. <laughs> With Elena. Elena. <laughs> Second place, Valmaster Chun. Third place, Big Bird Guy. Fourth place, Reinhardt Sagat. Okay. Then Nono V2 won Gear with Exert Sign with May. Jackal, mm, second place, Milia. Third place, Lados Knifey. Sold Bad Guy. And Jackal got fourth place with Milia Rage. Okay. As well as second place with Milia Rage. So there's probably, <laughs> probably some mistake there. 
but I don't know what the solution oh, is. <laughs> okay. Let's so go. that was Can. Yeah, let's 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 move over to Winter Brawl, which is the first biggie event of the year. Um, always fun times there. Always lots of good things. So Biggie's so good at like setting things up. So I mean, he set up the KBR F champ, which at first seemed like was going to be a disaster. Yeah, it did, and, and it, and it kind of worked out. It worked for out him. great. Um, but then he also set up like the the fanatic uh, de- the executioner matchup in Marvel versus Capcom two. Don't forget thirteen zero. Oh, that's right. He did set Courtesy that up. Of Big e. He did set that up. Yes, oh, he did. Man. Yes, he, he did. Is, he is the best at He's setting up one. these exhibitions, man. <laughs> He's the best. So. Okay, Street Fighter Five. Just hop right in there. Yeah, let's let's do top sixteen for let's this. Let's do top one. sixteen. Thirteenth yeah. places were Krizzle, Cami, EGK, Brad, Cami, Coin Up, Ludovic, Chun Li, who said that he didn't even own the game yet. Really? But was there he was. Good stuff. Thirteenth um, place, Shin Lad, Cami. Wow. That was Cami Central. <laughs> You're right. Ninth wow. places: Golden Sen, Bison, Cleavy Soul, Rashid, Coach Steve, PG Coach Steve, Birdie, mm-hmm. CR Sonic Fox, Fang. Shout outs to Sonic Fox, by the way. Been playing Street Fighter for a week. Yeah. And he made ninth place. So <laughs> heads up, folks. Dude, everyone who's saying that he's not gonna do well in this game or whatever, yeah, dude. It won't be long before he's taking a major. Long, yeah. It's not gonna be long. It's not gonna be long. He's <laughs> got a good character for himself too. Uh, like sort of a Sonic Fox style character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Seventh place is RSF. Brent is cool. Oh, with good Ken. job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Came out there from SoCal. Then 3K Nash, who I heard is was a competitive, uh, like NBA 2K player. Oh really? I think, I think that's what I heard. He did really well actually. Oh yeah, he did. Got, got top eight. Fifth place is PG Filipino champ Dawson, and TSC CD Manny mm-hmm. Ken. Fourth place, T.S. Sabin, Dawson. Third place, T.A. Moons with M. Bison. Second place, Julio, Ken. First place, winner, Long Island Joe <laughs> with Nash. And he Real played American well, hero. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> no, congratulations to L.I. Joe. Really happy for him. L.I. Yeah. Joe, of course, I've always said millions of times, just like one of the coolest guys in the FGC. Um interesting about this whole thing here though was that unlike Khan's winter clash the top eight was actually pretty limited <laughs> in, in terms character of character choice, variety yeah. Yeah. Was... but the interesting thing okay so it was nash ken bison dawson that's it two of each yeah yeah well it was three oh, of one three, three kens. kens one bison and then two of nash and two of uh of, dawson. Uh, dawson yeah so it wasn't as much variety yeah. however i just want to point out this that Filipino Champ and Arturo do not play Dalsum similarly at all. Very different At styles. all. And Brent, uh, CD Jr., and Julio do not play Ken like each other at all. Like, they play completely different styles. I feel like there's more similarity in Brent and in Julio. Yes. Uh-huh. But, yeah, Manny is doing his own thing. Doing <laughs> <laughs> a cross-up hurricane. Yeah. That was sick. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was really, really awesome top eight. Yeah. It was a really, really awesome top eight. It was a really awesome top 16. It I was, was really glad to see how that went. I mean, when you go down to the other, to the top 16, then you've included Fong, Birdie, Rashid, and <laughs> Chun-Li, and a bunch of camis. So there you go. Again, what I heard was that the top 32 included all of the characters in the game. Oh, okay, I haven't okay. done the counting myself, but 
Yeah, I mean, or... granted, there's only 16 characters in the game right now, right. so it's going to happen a lot easier. Right. But still, it's still pretty impressive that... Because, look, let's face it, when fighting games first come out... I mean, some it was interesting because someone tweeted me. It was like, oh, when fighting games first come out, they're always even... Like, you know, then they become broken later on. I'm like, that's actually really? the complete opposite. Yeah, like, usually say. you find the th most broken thing first, and then everyone abuses that for a while. Right. Like, I, I said Ultimate Marvel Wesker. You remember oh, him? Man. Dark Wesker. <laughs> Chun-Li Third Strike, who stayed broken. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, that was forever. There was the How about Sagat in SF4? Sagat in SF4, Sagat in CVS2. Sagat nice. Blanca Cami was Team Death, right? Team Fierce. You just hit fierce a bunch, and people died in the, in, with that one. You know, all the games have been pretty imbalanced at the beginning, so I don't know. <laughs> Marvel Two Iceman, <laughs> dude, he that didn't, didn't take out. chip damage from beams. That he's, seems absurd. He's man. so broken. Everything does he's, chip in that game. He yeah, doesn't take any chip. Yeah. That's crazy. He's broken <laughs> exactly. So, uh, but I mean, one of the cool things is, you know, again, we talked about a lot of new players, but a lot of the old school players are coming back too, and also players that I haven't seen in a while. I was actually really, really happy to see Chris Who, yeah, Chris Who back right to to play, and he did really well. He just missed top sixteen. He got seventeenth place. Right. Reason why I have to bring up Chris Who is because he was doing commentary a lot during the weekend, right? And um, I woke up on the weekend on Sunday. I turned on the stream on my iPad. I just put it next to my bed on my on my yeah. little nightstand there, and I started watching it. And I fell back asleep. Mm. And I just had this dream where I was just talking to Chris Who like the entire time, like Chris Who. I'm so glad you're back. Oh, I'm so happy you're playing again. And I, <laughs> it was the weirdest dream, but at least it makes sense why it happened. Understand? So, yeah. Understand? <laughs> yeah, but very cool. Very cool to see Chris back. So shout outs to Chris. Yeah, um, definitely. That was cool. But yeah, how about? Um, I mean, I I don't maybe he's been playing, but I don't know who Three K is. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. shout out to him for making top eight. That's yeah, awesome. Who was the Vega player that I, I had saw? Uh, wasn't Donka was actually doing some sick things with with Vega. Uh, there was another Vega player that I remember seeing that was doing really well. Maybe it wasn't a Vega player. Maybe it was three K. There was someone there who looked super young, who was playing really well. Like the guy looked like he was like fifteen or fourteen or something like that. So uh, I don't remember, remember. now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay. But yeah, that, that's cool. Uh, it's cool to see different player styles, and I really <laughs> like seeing the difference between F Champ and Saban. By well, the way, it might have been Cleave. Might have been oh, Cleavey Cleave Soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah it might have been Cleave or Three K. You know what the funniest was... match was to me it was Cleavey Soul versus Sonic Fox because it was 2016 Sonic Fox who can play zoners. He doesn't wild out that much anymore. Mm -hmm. Versus 2014 Sonic Fox, who <laughs> would just go nuts. And we'll see how it works. Guess right a lot. Nice. And it happens. Uh, that was definitely Cleavy Souls Rashid versus yeah, yeah. Sonic Fox's fan. <laughs> and 2016 oh, Sonic Fox took it over 2014. So shout outs to that. Oh, but again, super awesome tournament. Shout outs to L.I. Joe. I mean, look, a lot. everyone's like, haha, East Coast, whatever. Dude, we sent four West Coast players. Three of them made top eight. Yeah. And one of them just missed the top 16 was CJ Showstopper. Ooh. Are you implying? <laughs> I'm implying nothing. I'm implying nothing, dude. I mean, I mean like, we just did. West Coast did really well, you know? Indeed. West Coast did really well. Shout outs to all of them. So, indeed, indeed. You know? So, yeah. 
No, but I mean, honestly, it's still a long ways before we can determine anything. And in fact, I feel like all the regions are showing pretty solid play right now. So. I mean, look, I've been playing with folks from the East Coast. I've been playing with mm -hmm. folks from the Midwest. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the connections are basically the same. Mm -hmm. And that's what everybody's going to be doing. We're not going to be just playing offline. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we'll be playing majority offline. I feel like we'll be playing a lot of online play. Mm -hmm. So I don't expect to have like the big differences in local play styles and in local players. Mm -hmm. I really feel like it's going to be more even across North America this time. Across like yeah. each general region. Because, yeah. I mean, for me to play against somebody from Europe, not practical. Somebody in New York to play against somebody in Spain, like maybe that's not crazy, but right, that's, right, right. for me, I can't do that. So there's like limits to that. But within each like major geographical region, I feel like there's going to be a lot of parity. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, I agree. But it was really interesting because everyone was like, oh, it's going to be Dawson Dawson Winners Finals. It and almost Dawson was. And it, they both missed it by one, yeah. you know? So shout outs to L.I. Joe and Julio yeah. uh, for defeating their Dawson nemeses and uh, getting to Winners Finals that way. So, and, 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 and Julio beat up L.I. Joe in Winners Finals. And then Joe came back and won 6-1, to one, I believe it was. So he, yeah, right, he, really, he really turned it up a notch, so... Shout-outs to Joe. Super happy for him. Mm -hmm. so, let's see if he can sustain it for more than a month. You know? I hope he does. <laughs> I, I, man, I forgot to do this. But I meant to look up early results in Exerd, where I'm pretty sure he did well. Yeah, he did. Uh-huh. In uh, MKX, where I'm pretty sure he did well. In MK9, I know he was third place at the Nationals Right. Uh -huh. at, when MK9 first came out. In Street Fighter Four, certainly he was one of the best players in the country right. for a while when that game came out. It doesn't matter which game, or which engine, or what style, or anything. It's just he's so Joe is just super good. Yeah, yeah. And and, and you if know, he's interested, he'll keep it up. Like, I hope he does. Someone tweeted this. I don't know if I want to count it this way because I don't know if you call Joe an MK player. Mm. But someone was like, "Hey, if you look at top three at Winter Ball, oh, it was a Mar oh, was it you? I mean, yeah, a Marvel player, MK player, and a Street Fighter. Yeah, player. I mean, I was just joking. Was Joe, joking. Joe definitely played Ultimate <laughs> Mortal Kombat three okay, back okay. in the day. Okay. But um, no, it's true though. Julio is Street Fighter three slash Street Fighter four. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Moon's definitely more of a Marblehead, mm -hmm. and Li Joe is whatever. There's, you can't, it's hard to classify that guy. He and, puts, plays everything. And apparently an NBA 2K player. An well. NBA 2K as well. There yes. you go. Yes. Um, and then, uh, you know, CD Jr., known more for NRS. Oh, yeah, yeah, In yeah. there, F Champ. Oh, oh, and Killer Instinct. And KI, you're right. right. Uh -huh. That's absolutely true. And then Street Fighter Four, a couple of those guys. F Champ, Marvel as well. Sonic Fox is in Sonic there. Sonic Fox in there. There's Arturo's the poverty game player. That, you know, right, yeah. So. Coach Steve made top eight at Evo in Marvel. Also yeah. good in in so. MK. There's a lot of different, you know, scenes converging on, yeah, uh, yeah, on, yeah. For on sure. Street Fighter Four, for sure, Five. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Uh... Marvel vs. Capcom 3, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, like we said, big tournament there, awesome results, but let's go through the top 8. Alrighty, so we already mentioned Grand Finals, but mm -hmm. the top 8, Flux, 7th place was Zero Virgil Dante, and Wedge, Deadpool, Dante, Strider. 5th was AA, KPB, Prodigy with Magneto, Doom, Phoenix. 5th mm -hmm. also Unknown, Wesker, Sentinel, Viper. He had some other teams, some Doom team or something in there too. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. 4th was Golden Boy, Neo. Magneto, Doom, Phoenix. Man, it's not easy to be in law school and also still be competing at a high level. Mm -hmm. He does it. He made top eight at Evo, right? It was that, that was this year, right? Yeah, that's right. He did. Yeah. He did. Yes, yeah. he did. Mm -hmm. So, shout out to that guy. 
Then third place was UA Noel Brown, will be Doom Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Second place, as we said, Filipino champ, PG Filipino champ, <laughs> Magneto Doom Phoenix. Wow. Winner was BE Cane Blue River Hulk Sentinel Hagar. I just noticed this now. There are three Magneto Doom Phoenixes in that top eight, and then a Wolverine Doom Phoenix. Seemed like a really powerful shell there, that Doom Phoenix shell. Yeah, in fact, I think I, I think I remember KBR saying that he played only Doom Phoenix shells in top. 16 or top 32 or something like that. <laughs> it looks like it. PZ Poi was in top 16. He was zero Doom Phoenix. So there you go. In top 16, there was five Doom Phoenix teams uh, with either Magneto, Wolverine, or Zero at the at the helm. So. Sweet. All right. So definitely. It's funny, too, because a lot of people are saying Phoenix wasn't any good anymore, right? So, but That doesn't seem to pan yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mortal Kombat X top 8. This was also a good one. CR Gun Show with Shaolin Kung Jin. <laughs> Seventh place, PG Coach Steve with Cybernetic Kano. Yes. Uh, then fifth place, Yomi Michelangelo, Summoner Quan Chi. Fifth place, CR Biohazard with Ruthless and Lackey Ferritor. Yes. Fourth place was Noble Jupiter with Wrestler Jax. Third was CR Honeybee with Swarm Queen Devora. Second place was CR Dragon okay. with Sleepfest. Uh, <laughs> Kobu Jitsu Tanya. Yeah, I know. <laughs> First place was CR Sonic Fox with Hollywood Cassie Cage and Gunslinger Aaron Black. Dude, is CR the new Yomi? CR's been the Yomi, I would say. Yeah, but Yomi was the one that's always been dominating in the top eights, right? And then it's been a, it's been a, some time now since. Oh really? I okay, feel like CR. Okay. It was CR versus Yomi for a right. while, and now Yomi isn't traveling as much, and it's uh, like basically okay. the CR. Show. They got top three and a fifth place and a seventh place. So there you go. Yeah, they're good. They have really good players. Good stuff. Good stuff. Oh, I didn't oh. even notice. Yomi Forever King got thirteenth place. With oh, wow. Blood God Kotalkan, War God Kotalkan, Sun God Kotalkan, and Tempest Kung Lao. <laughs> that character yeah, is good. Oh, uh, well, we'll talk about some MPA yeah, stuff. Yeah, for sure. Guilty Gear Exert Sign. Seventh place, uh, Die and O with Venom. Seventh, also True Shine Potemkin. Fifth, were Angry Black May and Mr. Biscuits Zato. Okay. Fourth, TA Marvisto with Kai. Third, D Link Lord Knight Milia. Second place, PAG Lost Soul with Elfeld. Mm-hmm. Winner, VVBT Marlon Pie. Okay, so Lost Soul did not take this one this time. Uh, looks like uh, Marlon Pie was able to stop the Elfeld train. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, good job. No, but I mean, good job to Lost Soul for still getting second place. Oh, yeah. Really impressive rise. Ultra Street Fighter Four Top 8, Jaren DiCapri. Oh, we did have more than four West Coast players go out there. Because seventh place was BJ Unchained. Right. Who didn't do as well in the Street Fighter Three tournament. You're right. Mm-hmm. Seventh place, yeah, you said BJ Unchained, Cody. Fifth place, OGCU Bunch Balrog. Then fifth, also UGS Team Hate Salesman with Hakan and Hugo. Mm-hmm. Nice work. Fourth was RSF Brent is Cool with Rufus. Third was DCB After Death with Zangief. Okay. Second place, Bro Shadian with Abel. Winner, EGK Brad Cammy. Okay. Nice. Shoutouts to Brent, by the way. Usually when you move on to another game like that, it's hard to go back and forth. <laughs> That's true. But fortunately for him, he's using two completely different right. characters, so that yeah, helps. Yeah, absolutely. That helps a lot. Uh, nice job by After Death, who at least used to be the number one Zangief online. Oh, and he yeah. And would go to oh, events okay. and like not not win them. Okay. Ma- okay. At majors, I should say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, here you go. Okay, good stuff. And then Bro Shadian, who I feel like I know more for Marvel than for Street Fighter. Mm, okay, okay. He's he this he's a Spider Man. 
So I'm not sure, actually. No, no, no. Okay. Skullgirls, top eight, seventh place, Nathizer with Fortune Fuqua. Seventh place, also Crypt Kitty with Cerebella, Beowulf, Big Band. Fifth were Matlock with Fortune Fuqua and Fortune Valentine Fuqua. Then fifth, also KPB Zidane with Cerebella. You're right. Oh. Pro Shadian was a Spider-Man player. Okay, cool. Okay. So I thought. Yeah. Um, Cerebella and Cere oh, solo Cerebella and Cerebella Fuqua. Fourth, backup with Fortune Philia Eliza. Third, XGN McPeanuts. Double Big Band Peacock. Second place, Cadenza with Parasol Philia Fuqua. Winner, CR Sonic Fox. Philia Double Fuqua and Solo Cerebella. <clears throat> Not a surprise. Sonic Fox has always been ridiculous at Skullgirls. True. Dead or Alive, five last round. Seventh places were UGS B-Boy, Dragon BFK with Phase 4. UGS Sly Base with Brad Wong. Fifth place were HSG, Lord Xavier, Hitomi, and Noctengu with Neo Tengu. Fourth place, Jaeger, or Jaeger. I don't know. <laughs> with Rig and Ayane. Then third place, Sierra Sonic Fox. Christy, okay. Marie Rose, phase four. Mm, Second place, his brother, RG Quiggle, with Kasumi and Christy. Winner, Excalibur Blades, Elliot and Helena. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's part of the, the Dead or Alive, you know, year-long tournament. So. Oh, yeah, probably yeah, so. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. All right, Smash Bros. Wii U. Seven places, VGBC Logic with Diddy Kong and Alf. VGBC Apostle with Yoshi. Fifth was Locale GWJ with Rosalina and Rob. Fifth, also Sandman Kirby. Fourth, Local Camelange with Sonic. Third was TAC3PO with Diddy. Second place, Circa 6WX, Corin and Corin. Okay. <laughs> That's what it says. Like male versus female, I don't know. Winner, Anti. Zero Suit Samus, Sheik, Mario, Box. Killer Instinct, 7th place, RM, Phycotica, with Sadira. <laughs> Good job pronouncing that one. I'm just guessing here. 7th yeah. <laughs> place, RM, G from the Streets, Riptor, and Spinal. Mm -hmm. P, uh, PAG, Pink Diamond, Maya, got 5th. Also 5th, DJ, Eric, Darkside, Thunder. 4th place, Illusion, Cinder. 3rd, <clears throat> Guns, Jago. Second, Nikki NS, Fulgore. Winner, UA Base. Okay, makes Final. sense. <coughs> Soul Calibur 5. Awesome. Ooh, wow. uh, winner, JJJ Mitsurugi. Second place, KOA Sandman, Viola. Third, Scion with Pira, Omega, and Hilda. Okay. Tag 2. Winner, Shadow 20Z with Anna Zafina and Kazuya Heihachi. Second place, Brian H. with Paul Hayachi. <coughs> Third place, S9 Commando with Asuka Jun. And fourth place, Demon 20Z with Jinpachi Ogre. King of Fighters 13. Fourth place, <laughs> Galley the Pirate, Mature Kenso Yuri. Third place, Sai, Ryo Kim, ESPO, <coughs> and K-Dash Kim, Venimaru. Second place, DC Lazy Freddy. EXQO, EXQORI, EXYORI, and Mr. Karate. And winner, BE Came Blue River. Yep. Bryden, Hua, and Vice. And, and then, of course, of course, there's the Marvel yeah. 2 exhibition. <coughs> it was really interesting because um started a little evenish and then the Executioner just took off afterwards. Yeah. 
Fnatic actually made a, a decent run after he took his five-minute break. That's true. And he got it, I think it was to 10-9, to nine, but then Executioner just rattled off a bunch of games at the very end, and that was it. So uh, Executioner ended up taking that 15-10. to 10. That was cool. It's yeah. cool to watch. Dude, it's awesome that they game. keep doing Marvel versus Capcom too. Yeah. I yeah, when I was when I saw um <clears throat> Sanford at something on the East Coast, mm-hmm. NEC. Mm-hmm. He said that the game that they play most is Marvel 2. He is playing a ton. Executioner is playing a ton. Yeah. Said Yipes is playing. A lot of people are just playing Marvel 2. I even heard like Chris Matrix is trying to learn Dalsum now or something from Yipes or Ooh, something. Sick. You know, Because Dalsum is one of those characters that should be top tier in the game. It's just the execution is too high right. for him. But, I remember all the talk about him and nobody ever did yeah, it. Yeah, so it seems, sounds like some people are finally trying to learn him now. That's awesome. So, okay. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> but, Always fun to watch that game. Yeah, yeah. Really awesome game. But, I mean, shout out to Fnatic. I mean, I know a lot of people don't like him. He's another heel in the community. and um, <clears throat> But, I mean, he was in a hostile environment. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, the fact that he got to that. I mean, they're like... I think it was Neo was on the stage. He was like, "Who who likes Fnatic?" And it was just like, "Boo!" Yeah. I don't think there was a single cheer. For yeah. Him. <laughs> so you know, to get ten fifteen in that kind of environment, you know, I'll, I'll give him props for that. Yeah. I'll give him props for that. Yeah. So. <clears throat> uh, also, this weekend, well, unless you have anything else, please to say, go on. Uh, was the Anime Ascension Tournament, which I know uh, you said this on Twitter, and I, I had the same thought, which I really wanted to go to it, but I was just really tired. I just I had actual work to do, okay? Yeah. That's why I didn't go. I planned to go. <laughs> Couldn't make it. I, I really wanted to go because I wanted to check out Johnny. I wanted to check yeah. out Daniel ST and yeah. all these things like that. I just, ugh, man, I was, yeah, I... I couldn't tisk tisk. By the time I woke up, like I said, I was I was dreaming about Chris Who at that point in time. Yeah. So, <sighs> but yeah, so unfortunately I didn't make it. But uh, they had a lot of tournaments there. Their main event was Guilty Gear Exude Sign. Mm-hmm. I did watch a lot of this. Uh, did I watch this live or did I watch the archive? I think I watched this one live. Okay. Uh, seventh places were uh, Bears with Chips Enough, and uh, Kizzy K with Scene. Uh, fifth place was IG with Soul Bad Guy and Damon Doe with Slayer. Fourth place was Zidane with Leo Whitefang. Third place, Nerd Josh nice. with Elfelt. He made it all the way to winner's finals, and then he Damn. lost two, unfortunately. Tough. Uh, yeah. Second place was Elven Shadow, uh, Frosty Faustings, Elven Shadow with mm-hmm. Faust. And first place was Mr. GC Yoshi with Bedman. Okay. Man, it's funny because, like, Batman is just one of those characters that when he's played right, he just looks so broken. Yeah. Like, like he's just, like, he shouldn't, like, it almost feels like he's unfair. But I know he's, Batman is not yeah. even, like, the best character in the game. Yeah. So, but GC Yoshi plays him super well. Okay, so cool. I mean, he made it, I think he did a lot of it through Loser's Bracket as well. Ah. So, shout out to GC Yoshi. He played really, really well. In fact, I think this whole tournament was dominated by NorCal. I think they won, like, mm. all of the events. Boo, so, in yeah. advance, then. Yeah, unfortunately. So, uh, Blaze Blue, Chrono Phantasma, Extend. Uh, fourth place was Huey253 with Bang. Third place was DG Dr. Darkness with Relius. Second place was Jonah with Valkenhayn. And first place was B. Genio SKD with 
is Izayoi. Is, is, did I pronounce that right? Yeah, Izayoi. Uh, under Night and Birth, seventh place were KFL with Eltnam. Terry with Yuzuriha. Fifth place was tied uh, LPT with Byakuya and Klim with Merkava. Fourth place was Burker Dereriv with Merkava. Third place was CT Warrior with Line. Second place, Loli Maiko with Batista. And first place, two gigabyte combo with Carmine. That was like all NorCal, huh? That's like NorCal domination there. And a Persona 4 Arena Ultimax. Fourth place was Atarax 570 with Elizabeth. Nano with Yukari Takeba. Uh, second place was Burker Dave with Teddy. First place, D-Smooth with Sho. Okay. Yeah, but uh, sounded like the event went really well. Um, I know the Axis guys, you know, they, they put on this event and, you know, um, they talked about how they have so much more respect for TOs now uh. because of how hard it is to run these events. But I hope they keep going with it because uh, it'll be cool to see this continue to grow and become like a really cool SoCal anime game major. Hope so. You know, kind yeah. of like having a, having a CE otaku, you know, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, here in the West Coast. So. And also, shout-outs to a lot of the East Coast guys traveling out for this event, you know, or, or, Midwest, or Midwest, I should say. Yeah. Uh, like, for example, like Elvin Shadow coming out for this. A lot of the NorCal guys made it out right. for this. Yeah. A lot of them don't usually make their way out over here for a lot of the West Coast yeah. events. No, so that was a lot of traveling cool. going on there. That's cool. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I don't know. Did you want to talk about any of the weeklies or anything like that? Um, what do you got there? Uh, I have Next Level Battle Circuit, but I didn't see who won that one. Uh, who won it? I watched. Um, <clears throat> was Arturo this time? Wasn't it? Who was won it? Was it Art who won this one? Did he beat Joe? Uh, he beat Joe in grand finals. I think so. Joe got second place, and I think Alucard got third place I this time. I think you're right. Uh, do you know who won right. Turning the Butter last week? I don't. Okay. And then Wednesday night fights was won by Snake Eyes. Indeed. Again, right. Okay. All right, well, for upcoming events, let's let's talk about some of the upcoming events. What do you got? Here. Uh, first of all, uh, coming up this weekend, it's actually, strangely, a very light weekend for fighting games hmm. this weekend. Nothing major going on. <clears throat> okay. Um, CEO presents SFV tournament, Street Fighter V tournament. So they're, they're having a little one-day tournament there uh, out in Orlando, Florida. So that should be cool to watch. That'll be on twitch.tv slash CEO Gaming. Uh, they are going to play Street Fighter V, MKXL, and Third Strike. Nice. So, um, so definitely okay. check that out. But it's a one-day tournament. Shout-outs to one-day tournaments. Agreed. Need to have more of those. By such the way, as Anime Ascension was. So. LPN won Churning the Butter. Thanks for the results, everybody in the chat. Oh, okay, cool. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> um, Magic Stick Cup is taking place in South Korea this weekend. This is a Korean Street Fighter V tournament in Seoul. Hmm. Uh, it's free entry, and Infiltration will be there in attendance. Cool, okay. So we might actually get to see Infiltration beat up on a bunch of people. Oh, I want to see him play in this game now. Yeah, we, I know, we saw right? some. We saw some of his footage in the beta, but <laughs> I want to see what he's like. I now. wonder who he's going to use. I mean, he's already a master of all 16 characters, let's face it. <laughs> let's not fool ourselves, okay? And I don't even think he had access to an early beta. All right, yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure he's just good at everyone. Uh, but that'll be at twitch.tv slash team underscore spirit zero. So spirit zero, one word. So team underscore spirit zero. Again, shout outs to uh, Malice's Godlike for uh, tinyurl.com slash FGC EVNTS. Right. So, yeah. 
Uh, also this weekend is Fight Night Arkansas uh, 1.3, which is taking a place in Conway, uh, Arkansas. Uh, they will be streamed on twitch.tv slash pandaxgaming. Nice. And that will be Street Fighter V with a $200 pop bonus, UMVC3, MK, I'm sure, XL. Sure. Uh, KI, a mystery game tournament, Project M, Melee, and Smash 4. Awesome. Again, that will be put on by Panda X Gaming, one of the unsung heroes of the streaming world in Agreed. the FGC. Agreed. But uh, that's it. That's it for uh, events coming up this weekend. Not, not, none of the majors coming up, but the, they will be coming... Fast and Furious very soon. Yeah, we'll be talking about them towards the end of this month is, of course, uh, mm -hmm. middle of the month is final round, and then NorCal Regionals is the weekend right. after that. But. And after that is going to be hype spotting. Hype Ooh, spotting B, yeah, so lots be of... a lot of times. A lot of good stuff coming. Spent on streaming. Uh, as for uh, other events uh, that are not this weekend, but coming up soon, uh, South by Southwest Gaming, that's where we did the exhibition for Street Fighter Four last year, wasn't You're right. it? Yeah. Uh, they're doing a $25,000 Smash Invitational Tournament. Dang. $25,000. So um, For Melee. Yeah, for Melee. There's not a lot of uh, information on who's going to be there outside of the five gods, which of course are Armada, Hungrybox, Mango, Mewtwo King, and PPMD. But, you know, pretty sure a lot of other strong players uh, that are known are going to show up, like Leffen, for example, Plub Wobbles, West Balls, Axe. Flam and Edo and Lucky probably could all show up there as well. Okie so, doke. But that is going to be $25,000. That is going to be on... Oh, actually, that's coming up soon. That's March 17th through 19th, looks like. Couple so, of weeks. Yeah, couple of weeks. Um, so we were talked about how Pocken is actually... Nintendo was doing a year, kind of like a big, long... I don't want to call it Nintendo Cup, but like a Pocken <laughs> Cup okay. for, for the year. Yeah. Um, but uh, they had a bunch of events uh, announced on that road, and uh, CEO just got added to that. Oh, that's cool. So CEO is now added to the Pocken Tournament Champion Series. Okay. And CEO, of course, will be on June 24th through 26th. will also be a Capcom Pro Tour, Pro Tour Premier event. Um... In April, KVO Cross TSB Team Stick Bug will be returning in April. That will be with Street Fighter V, King of Fighters 14. Indeed. And more. King of Fighters 14. I wonder if that just means it's a beta or is it going to be out by then? I, that's When I saw this headline, that was what struck out to me. Yeah, uh -huh. I really want to know what that entails. Right, right. But um, Pre release build of King of Fighters 14. <laughs> I just. Kind of want to know like what the story is there. Right, like, how right. do they get that? But that's awesome. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but there's also going to be a bunch of other games there, including Aquapaza, Arcana Heart Three, Love Max, Dengeki Bunko Fighting Climax, Nitro Plus Blasters, Heroines Infinite Duel, Blade Arcus from Shining EX, and Koihime Enbu. And there's also going to be some Melee, some Smash Wii U, and some Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom Three. Okie doke. There you go. Uh, more information on that as it comes closer and approaches. I do believe that, um, I think I saw Arturo tweet that he is being flown out there to do the uh, U.S. stream. Oh, cool. Do an cool. English stream of the event. Him and Stickbug obviously know each other well. Sure. And I think the, the, that Stickbug got him to go to that. That's cool. Okay. So that's it for upcoming events. All um, right. Do you want to take another break? Sure, let's take a break because we're going to talk a lot about game stuff. And yeah, this. yeah.
definitely a bunch of stuff to get through. A lot of cool things happening. Okay, so we'll be right back. In your opinion, what do you believe Rashid is carrying around in his backpack? <laughs> um, more scouter. Map. Spare scouters. Yeah, because just in case they've got to be shattering all over the place, so he's got to just put in it. I guess they would shatter in his backpack too, huh? I don't know. Maybe he has protective cases. Protect yeah, there? maybe he has protection for his scouters. Okay. Okay. I just think it's his lunch. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> just his lunch? Just his lunch. It's what he's going to eat later. Dude, knowing the way they made Rashid, it sounds like that. No, you know what? He has his fight stick in there. His fight stick, Because yeah. someone said he's almost kind of like a parody of fighting game like players or something like that, you know? Because he's always on Twitter and everything or something. So He does not seem like a deep character. <laughs> <laughs> not as deep as Laura in any oh, case. Oh, sure, right? certainly yeah, not. Yeah, exactly. I like to think his lunch is a Reuben... It's a Reuben, huh? A tasty Reuben sandwich. Okay. okay. The king of all sandwiches. Not Dunkaroos? No. Not Dunkaroos? Not a Capri Sun? No, no. He, he is, is, he's a fancy guy. A Reuben okay. sandwich. Okay. Okay. I think the Reuben is the king of sandwiches. You know what? I don't know if and I... And I think that corned beef is the king of, of all beef. I would have corned beef over a steak. Is Reuben corned beef? Yes. I don't know if I've ever had a Reuben sandwich. I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever had a... It's like you're saying, it, what if I came to you and said, James, I've never had noodles, never had rice. <laughs> That's what you're doing to my heritage right now. <laughs> All right, how's this? I'll go get a Reuben sandwich very soon. We need to have a Reuben sandwich date. Let's just go and to we'll like... we'll get a knish. Dude, Santa Monica Bay City's deli, right? I mean, it's always like... You got it, man. We'll pick place. up some bagel. Get some a Reuben sandwich over there. Maybe a nice bialy. I don't even know if I've ever had corned beef before, so... Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. I do love me some pastrami, though. I do. Well, pastrami is not so different. It, yeah, they it's look like kind of the same. The right? fattier version of It's like beef. the pork version of corned beef, right? No, it's also beef. Is pastrami beef? Yeah. I always thought it was... Oh my gosh. Yeah, pastrami is beef. I mean, maybe that, like, you can probably make a pastrami out of a pig. I don't know, but it, typically it's hmm. beef. Well, typically it's cow. Look, it doesn't matter to me. It's meat. I'm, I'm fine it, with You it. know, it doesn't yeah. matter to you. I see yeah. well, some of us, that distinction is <laughs> yeah. relevant. Fair enough, fair enough. Anyway, fair enough. Okay. let's okay. talk about Killer Instinct. Sure, sure. Actually, let's save that for last. Let's talk about that the last thing on the show. Maybe we'll so, postpone it till tomorrow morning, or yeah, exactly. or maybe it already is tomorrow morning, where, <laughs> where some people are located. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right let's yeah, talk about Killer Instinct okay, okay, because there there is definitely some really cool stuff yes. going on. Uh, they have shown they have previewed two of the brand new. Okay, first of all, let's just say this: season three last week we were like, when is it coming out? We don't know. Yeah, they weren't announced. Well, they've officially announced it now. It's season three is coming out on March 29th. 
improved graphics, improved lighting, uh, start of the season four, there's going to be four characters right from the get-go, brand yeah. new characters, which are Rash, Kim Woo, and the two recently showcased and announced characters, um, Tusk and Arbiter. Right. So... Tusk, they're going to go over more, they said, like, maybe later this week or next week. Did you see the video? I saw a video demonstration of him already. I did. Oh, okay, okay, I did, okay, and I think okay. he looks like the perfect entry point for me into Killer Instinct, because he right. just has some beefy-looking buttons, they have super armor on them. Well, it's not even super armor. He has, like, a weird parry built it's into it. like a deflect it. or whatever. Yeah, yeah uh, that's, that's really... cool. And command grab. Because if you think about it, if it's a deflect, regardless of what button gets parried... It's going to trigger the same response, right, so okay. you're always going to get punished. So it's a little different. No, you're right, you're right, you know? you're right. So it's yeah, kind of yeah. interesting. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. really looking forward to hearing more about him. But today, they went into Arbiter. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. On, on the stream. Mm-hmm. Really, really cool ideas oh, yeah. in that game. So I, I know Keats is in the chat. Can yes. someone actually confirm? Because when I saw the Arbiter footage, it looked a lot like Agonos. It looked like it was zoomed out because he was tall. He is. It looks tall. He's very tall, and Jago looked particularly small. It felt kind of oh. like it was a similar Agonos treatment. Oh, yeah. That Arbiter actually shrunk the screen a little. So I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe this guy can answer. Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll wait. We'll wait till see if he answers it or not. So. <sighs> okay. Well, in any case, um, I just I think it's so so basically. This character is from Halo, and I didn't play a ton of Halo, but I definitely did play some of it. Okay, so camera is zoomed out, yeah, yeah, but not as far bit. as with, yeah, yeah. with Agnos. Okay, okay. okay, fair enough. Um, <sighs> dude, they got the exact sound uh, effects. Oh, yeah, The okay, shield okay. and the shield returning and, like, the gun. Oh, okay, that's cool. That's it cool. is. I don't know why that surprised me, because it's obviously Microsoft, but <laughs> it, that's super cool. Yeah, I mean, it probably was, like, how we felt when we saw Ryu... In Smash Brothers, and everything was the, uh, I'm sorry, it's when we saw Ryu in Smash Ryu. Brothers, and he had all the CPS2 sound effects. Yeah. And so the Arbiter's doing the same thing. Right, Arbiter's doing that too. Yeah. Yeah, no, but that's that's really cool. Uh, so he has this gunshot, he has uh, sticky bombs, like in, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like in Halo, and you can use those bombs to put on the opponent, mm-hmm. but they blow up, and when they blow up, it blows both of you up. Right. Except he also has... Like a shield that he puts on uh-huh, uh-huh. that ignores projectiles, I guess. Yeah. Well, it, 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 it absorbs a hit. It just looks like it absorbs a hit. Okay. So basically, when you get hit, that shield takes damage instead of right, you. Right. But it's real life. Keats took lots of pains to point out that it's like it's actual life. Yes. You're like getting more life. <laughs> anyway, so that, that means that you can set up all sorts of crazy crap. Yeah, when you have that shield on, apparently he has a wake up move that's like it blows up the like he has a bomb that blows up, uh-huh. but it also blows him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you have the shield up, then it blows up, but you don't care, right? Because you have a shield, you, right? So if you hit him with the sticky bomb, turn on your shield, then you can combo him, and it'll blow up in the middle of the combo, and it doesn't matter. And the co- and the That's bomb cool. recaptures. Yeah, the did bomb you, recaptures. Did you see the setup that he did? Yeah, like I he did. like. Hit him with the bomb, did the, the flip out, yeah. and then he threw him again, and the bomb blew him up out of the air, and so he got this big old combo afterwards. Right. That was actually pretty sick. He looks like a really interesting character, for sure. Um, lots of big, sort of space control looking mid-range right. options, but then also some really tricky looking up-close stuff, mm-hmm. some shenanigans, some sort of like, it seems like you have to lab it up and find some cool setups for yourself so yeah. i'm definitely in there on that he's got that a really interesting cool. combo trait the, the gun 
Now he shoots the three extra shots afterwards, so uh, that you only have a certain number of shots. Right. And after you shoot them all, they go away. Right. By the way, I just want to point out something. The video that I saw, you know, it was an IGN video. I'm not sure who Keats was talking to at the time. I wasn't sure if it was Vin, Vin Cognito or if it was somebody else. But the guy was like, do a combo on me. And so he did this combo with, with the Arbiter, right? And it did about like 30-some percent. He's, the same thing happened in the Tusk video. And when he did the Tusk combo, that did 75%. I saw that. He did 75% of his life. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. Jesus. So that is going to be the hard-hitting character right there. So Keats likens <sighs> mid-range Arbiter to CVS2 Eagle. Ah, interesting. Okay. Which is a very cool mid-range character. Oh, uh, yeah. That's actually really cool. Okay, okay. Very fun mid-rangey character. I mean, look, obviously, you know, it's like, oh, here's a guest character from Halo. But, you know, they did it in a really neat, interesting yeah. way. You know, it's like, they did it in a way that maintains the, 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 the spirit of the character. Right. But at the same time, puts a lot of really cute, like, killer instincty things right. into it. I mean, they did the same thing with Rash. Like, Killer Instinct Season 3 feels way more juggly, right? And, uh -huh. and I think it was a... Uh, I forgot if it was Keats or somebody told me that basically uh, the mindset that Adam had while making this game was that season one is Alpha 1, season two is Alpha 2, and season three is Alpha 3. Okay. And Alpha 3 got way more juggle. Right. So they added all this juggle stuff. And then Rash just became like, he's like the juggle monster in the game. So, you know, it's just really cool. That, and they kept to Rash's spirit. Like he has all the funny, cool things that you would expect Rash to have. And he fit in the Killer Instinct world really well, so really good job. Uh, I'm interested in Tusk, not just because of those deflecting buttons and mm -hmm. command grab and whatever, but also because of the knockdown into the pursuit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, and like the right, right, right. Because that is it's breakable, mm -hmm. but it's just like the most basic binary <laughs> version of that mix-up possible. Yeah. Are you going to combo break or not? Right, right. There's no like extra like what else could happen. It's just like yes or no. That's uh, all. I'm I not, feel like that's a great way to, for me to like get into KI. Right, right, right. Uh, I, I, I mean, there's probably going to be one break opportunity beforehand because they, they refuse to prevent you from doing that. But um, I'm wondering, like, is it always worth going for? Because that's what I was wondering. Like, basically going for that pursuit is like, I'm initiating guessing game time, yep, you know? It's time to guess either way. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm wondering if it's just worth it to never try to break it or, you know, how that's going to work. Like, I hope the damage on the, the pursuit is like really beefy. I think it is. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, there is Tusk gameplay footage. I saw it out there. I don't know where it is. Maybe it wasn't supposed to. It was on IGN. It was on IGN. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and his Oki is really mean. Okay, okay. Cool, man. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing more about that character. Yeah, for sure. Um, Arbiter definitely looks like a really interesting character. Uh, you know, again, for me, just as in the perspective of coming into KI for the first mm -hmm, time, mm -hmm. I don't think it's a character that I'm going to be able to play at okay, the start. Okay. It just seems like it's more... I don't know. I feel like he's going to get a lot of damage from that mid-range zoning game. You're, you're just going to get a lot of hits. I feel like he's like, he seems like a big setup character. Like a, you have um, to really spend a lot of time with the bomb. Yeah, and... maybe, maybe. Okay, okay. That's, that's my only thought okay, about that. Okay, okay. Uh, but really interesting character, for sure. Right, right. For sure. Okay.
Yeah, no, but again, awesome designs. Those are just the first four characters. Season Every season has had eight characters and then like a ninth bonus character, right? Mm. So Shadow Jago turned into a, the first mm. season's bonus character. I always felt like Omen was kind of the bonus character in, in season two. And so, you know, I'm expecting eight characters out of season three and uh-huh. then maybe they'll add an extra ninth character, you know, in a way. So, but again, the character designs, you know, have been super interesting. Yeah. And uh, season three feels really different. So that's going to be really cool. Well, Keith says that he thinks Arbiter is not hard to play. Extremely okay. easy. Okay. There you go. The management stuff comes to you really fast. All right. Perfect. I actually thought they were going to give him uh, uh, an Eltnum kind of reload system. Yeah. You know, I always, I, when I first saw him shooting the guns, yeah. like I thought they were going to have like a reload system, but I guess not. I okay. guess not. Okay. Okay. Well, there you go. So that's the Killer Instinct news. That is Season 3 launching on March 29th. If you already own the Xbox One version, you will get that for free on the PC. Um, right. But it is also did that is, is that March 29th date include the PC version? I was just gonna ask. I'm not sure. Yeah, I just closed the tab, so let me reopen the tab and see if I can find out. Or Keith will tell us in the stream. Um, let's see here. I don't see anything about the release information here. March 29th for Windows 10 and Xbox One. Got it. There you go. Got it. <clears throat> Helps to have the dev in your studio. <laughs> One of the main designers in the studio talking about it. So, yeah, there you go. So it'll be out for both of those. Definitely check that out, especially if you haven't had a chance to because you rightfully so don't own an Xbox One. So, there you go. Yep, if you're like almost everybody who doesn't it's time to get in there. No, yeah. I really think so. I think a lot of people should try this out. Yeah. I'm, looking, I'm really looking forward to it. It's really funny because I remember talking to one of the guys at KI World Cup, and they were like, you know, I was like, PC version, you know, maybe the scene will blow up. And they're like, yeah, but, you know, when uh, when Ultra Street Fighter 4 first showed up on PC, it wasn't that big of a deal or whatever like that. And I was like, dude, nobody owns the console to play this game. It's a really big deal that it's yeah. coming out on PC. It's, I agree. it's not even comparable to a lot of the other games. I so. agree. Absolutely. Yeah, so I think the KIs, the the community will blow up pretty big, and like I said, I mean I hung out at the World Cup. They're an awesome group of people. So All right, really a cool community. All right, well, Keats can go to sleep. <laughs>
I'm really interested in Boraicho. So basically, he has one variation that's like the obvious one, uh-huh. Bartitsu. And that's just, it's, he has a cane, he has range. Right, yeah, yeah. He plays, uh-huh, like, there's uh-huh. mild tricks about it, but it's yeah, like I nothing long I saw CR Dragon crazy. put out, like, a 40% one yeah. meter damage Damaging. Yeah, yeah. He has a lot of range, fast stuff. Seems like a good character. Uh, but the others are really tricky and are going to take a lot longer to figure okay. out cool okay. stuff for, uh, including lighting your farts on fire and when to do that. Right, right. You know, continue drinking so that you Don't postpone puke. the barf in favor of getting... <laughs> You know, more moves and better moves and whatever. A lot of really cool stuff with that character. Um, I tried out the cyborgs. Okay. Okay. That's the character that I'm most interested in. My One of my favorite characters in any game is Cyrex. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Traps. Command grab an MK9. Right. He's a cyborg. Sick movement. Those are, That's the four that right, I look right, for. Right, right, right. Robot. Um, oh, yeah, you said cyborg. Never mind. Whatever. Robot. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I don't care. Four seasons. <laughs> Someone said that last week. Still the greatest, oh, yeah, most Parsis. genius thing ever. Yeah. Excellent, Playing excellent. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so Cyrax seems like a fun character. Probably has a lot of crazy tricks mm-hmm. with the bomb. You know, bombs are low. They're not unblockable anymore. Oh, interesting. Okay. So he might be able to set up hard right. to blockables. Exactly. So you put right, the trap right. out, right? The net's there, then right, the low, right. then the jump in punch, right, right, whatever. Right. Or just run up overhead. Just, yeah, back know, to whatever. Like that, yeah. Right. So you can, you know, you can definitely see where that's going. And he has a lot of damage. We've already found some big combos for him. Cool movement. I like the character a lot. Mm-hmm. Sector seems like he's just... They use the zoning variation more mm-hmm. or less, which makes sense. That's the character. Uh, and then, who is it? Smoke has sick movement, actually. That character has oh, super yeah? cool movement. Okay, okay. Yeah, he, has a, he has a string that like goes forward and then all the way to the other side. Like smoke, obviously, to the other side. Oh, right, right, and attacks. Right, uh-huh. But it does that on whiff as well. So button, then smoke to the other side. Uh-huh. Or, of course, you don't have to do the follow-up to the other side. Okay. So you're just like playing tricks constantly. Okay, okay. And anyway, really cool looking character. But the one that puts them all to shame <laughs> is Cyber Sub-Zero. Yeah, I saw your tweets earlier. I saw some trepidation. I'm a little you. worried about that character. Uh, <laughs> dang, he has a lot of options. Yeah. So he has a dive kick. He has two dive kicks, okay? Mm-hmm. Different angles, so they go different ranges. So if you're jumping from one spot, unlike all the other characters, you don't know where he's going to go. Very fast recovery on whiff. Okay. On block, he can, you can make it safe if you time it at the right spot against okay. most characters. But it's an overhead, and the ice bombs are lows, and so it's just super obvious that he has immediate <laughs> right. crazy mix-ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you don't have to even think about it. Right, right, right. Um, you don't even have to be Sonic Fox in the first no. hour. No. You, you look at him for two minutes, and you're like, oh, that's, right. here's the next up. Uh, that's literally what happened. I was streaming while I was doing it, mm-hmm. and I was figuring out the moves, and I was like, oh, the, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I see where this is going. And also really good neutral uh, neutral jump punch that like hits the floor. Right. Um, he has a forward two that's like half screen, safe, knocks down. Super fast, you just poking super fast. Okay, okay. He has he has Sub Zero slide. That's oh, his wake up. Okay, okay. Um, he has way faster Sub Zero ice ball, and it chips unlike Sub Zero. What really? You have to put a little. He has these little drones that he calls. Uh, okay, I have a okay. drone, but yeah, it chips and it okay, does more damage. Okay. It does damage over time when you freeze people if you have a drone. Oh, I'm telling you, like the options in there are too many. Too many. I'm worried about that character. Let me uh, let me ask you this question, just so for people out there who don't know. Yeah. So obviously, Triborg is the three variations, but Cyber Sub Zero is the fourth variation. Right. How do you pick the character? Up, up, Y. Okay. 
Wait, no. What's why? I did this last night. Up, I... up, top button. Yes. There you go. Up, up, top button. I couldn't tell Triangle you... in PS4. That's what it is. Yes, triangle in PS4. Yes, for sure. I have no idea what it is on Xbox. Xbox, dude. Oh, God. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's where I got it. It is why. It is why, why on Xbox. Okay. Because the buttons are flipped from the Super Nintendo. Right. A and B. So it's A and B on Super Nintendo and A and B on the Xbox. 360 and Xbox One. And then it's X and Y and X and Y on... Did they just turn it... No, no, they, they just took these buttons and flipped them like this. Mm. So the worst part about it is they flipped them in the pairs. The XY and the AB are the pairs. Because even on the Super Nintendo, you remember they had the little circles around those pairs of sure. buttons to kind of give you the idea these are the main ones. So they flipped them. Dude, I'm telling you right now, when I played the, the, the Prince of Persia, the new one, the one that's like cell shaded and yeah. all of the battles were like quick time events, yeah. and you had to hit the... Dude. Impossible. <laughs> Impossible. I screwed up on that so many times because yeah. I'm so ingrained on the Super Nintendo buttons. I, I feel like I'm not ingrained in any anymore. I just don't know. I, you know what? I will say this. On the PlayStation, did you play Parappa the Rappa? Well, I played it, sure. Okay, because that was the genius game because the buttons were the worst names ever. Shapes. Like, that just meant nothing. But they came out with Parappa the Rappa, and that made you memorize which buttons were which. And that was really smart. I don't remember them now, but yeah. Only problem is that in Japan, they still have it right. In Japan, circle is yes, and X is no. In all the games that come out in Japan, when you hit circle, it's yes, because it's a circle. And you hit X for no, because it's an X. In every PlayStation game in America, for some reason, they decided to change it for U.S., X is always accept and circle is always no. I know this because I imported a lot of games hmm. on the PlayStation 2. I never thought about this. And it got really confusing. You would Ooh, always yeah. hit the wrong button cuz yeah, it was I just don't understood why circle was not always yes and X was always no. I, I feel like I just I press the right face button for no. Right. And in Japan just whatever it is, whatever right. that button is called, I have no mm -hmm, idea. Mm -hmm. But in Japan that was yes. That would mess me up. Yeah, uh-huh. Because, again, I don't know any face buttons at all. I just, my hand goes here yeah, uh -huh, when I uh -huh, want to uh -huh. say no, and it goes here when I want to say yes. That's, I'm pretty sure that's why they changed it in the U.S., because I think everybody was with you, because that's how the Super Nintendo worked. Okay. You know, that's, that's okay. just kind of how it worked, so. Anyway. Leatherman. Sorry. <laughs> Going on. <laughs> yes. Anyway, so Leatherface seems like... Basically, he has half-screen overheads, a bunch of them. Dang. Okay. And they're like okay. they're like twenty to thirty frames startup. Okay. So like not fantastic. Oh, that their overheads. SNES was backwards. Yeah, that's right. SNES A was the side button, which was yes. Yeah. So it wasn't that way. So I, I don't a know. A was yes. Um, yeah, because A was except and B was back. What was B? Where was B? B was at the bottom. That what? Anyways, sure? okay, forget it. Leatherman, Leatherman. Leather anyway, so uh, Leatherface looks like he has a lot of good normals. Looks like he can sort of zone with all the buttons, but against better overheads. Mm -hmm. And he has a very fast, low special that you can sort of mix up with. Um, cool looking mix ups in there. He has a, a hard, dedicated zoning variation that seems like it's probably good. Which I don't know how interesting it is. Lady. Oh, the, it's pretty the lady. lady. Oh, pretty lady one. Okay, okay. Because I heard he tosses, he chucks chainsaws yes, in that one. Yes, he has right? infinite okay. chainsaws. That's right. That's awesome. That's right. Just chucking a lot of chainsaws. There's a low projectile, which is really good. 
Oh, really good. Really? And it's like 8 or 9% damage. Is it kind of like Ferritor, like the slide when you toss? It's actually a low? It's actually a low. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Really good. And then he has a command grab one that has definitely some weird tricks in there. Uh, I haven't looked into Alien yet. Okay. I haven't had time. So I can't tell you anything about that character yeah. yet. But um. <laughs> yeah, That's the best picture, by the way, of course. You know, that shows that on the Super Nintendo, X is on the top. Yeah. On the PlayStation, X is on the bottom. Yeah. On the Dreamcast, the X is on the right. And on the Xbox, the X is on the left. I already forgot which ones you said. <laughs> Anyways, continue. Uh, man. Uh, Xenomorph, did you mess with him? No, I didn't really mess with the alien. Okay. They just call him alien. Oh, they just call him alien? Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Uh, so I, I couldn't tell you. What I wanted to do also was to get into a little bit of the actual balance changes. Yeah. Some of them are interesting. Yes. But they didn't put out the patch notes in time. The, oh, what, for you to mess with it then, right? Because I, mean, I like, saw the patch notes. Oh, no, they are I now? saw the patch notes. Yes, Perfect oh. Legend just tweeted them out. Oh, okay, great. Here, let me I go didn't find see them, them before I left. Go find them then uh i I don't know how to find perfect legend because it's like per three legend all these things is it i have no idea just look up carl white man yeah you already got him you got him oh yeah there we go oh no he's just perfect legend okay uh maybe i mistook it for his new nickname okay zoinks let's see where did he tweet this out there we go there you go oh fantastic yeah, there's some really, really crazy stuff in here. There's some... There's so, some... I, just, I want to give them props, first of all, for the netcode. Because yes. that netcode... I remember this excuse from them when the game first came out. That they couldn't do anything like rollback-style netcode just because of the way the game was coded. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking, like, what? That doesn't sound right. But then they had to actually make changes to the game engine. And to oh, how did the characters they? Work. Yeah, oh, they really? really? Okay, okay, uh, okay. To make that work. So this... This, like, new netcode is not just some facade. It's, like, they had to really go in and change a lot of yeah, stuff to make wow, it work. Wow, okay, good stuff, um, good stuff. So that is awesome. Okay. Uh, on top of that, they just sort of, like, nerfed offense. Yeah, and, and it, okay, let's go over some of these changes here. So they reduced chip damage from most normals. Uh, they reduced meter gain from having normals blocked. So, in other words, defense is a little stronger now, right? But you don't get as much meter. Right. So I feel like the matches will last a little longer or something like that. So um, round timers now operate in real seconds. Uh, neutral jumping attacks are more negative on block on the way up. So if you do instant neutral punch, you don't get this like super free combo right. that's like safe on block right. or whatever like that. Um, this one's really interesting to me. After a breaker or a block breaker, stamina is removed from both players. Right. So it's not just the guy who broke. But the other guy as well. Because right? what, what? Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. So what, what used to happen was you would break a combo, and then the other guy just, just runs back, run right back, back in. There right. I am. Yep. So that, yeah. this gives you a little bit more value. Yeah. So that's 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 a really interesting change. Yeah. That's a really interesting change. Um, stamina now starts to refill two seconds after a breaker, down from two point five seconds, and at a fifty percent faster rate. Right. So after a breaker, the action just gets in a little bit better, quicker. Uh, they lowered the trade priority of most jumping attacks, increased hurt regions after their startup frames. So jumps are a little bit worse. Yep. Uh, reduced the meter gain on most multi-hitting strings and some multi-hitting special moves. It's interesting. It sounds like they're trying to reduce the amount of meter gain mm-hmm. uh, in this game. 
Grab background interactions now function as true command grabs, which can combo from a hit. Right. So I guess you can go like punch, punch, and then combo into the into the interaction interactable. Right. Most projectile background interactions can now have their trajectory lowered by holding down, which makes them harder to low profile. Right. <coughs> it's definitely something that came up a lot. So that's... yeah, you just crouched under everything, right? right? So um, adjusted the background collision at the ends of some arena which would cancel out some profiles sooner than desired. I'm not sure what that means by profiles. Yeah, I'm not entirely <coughs> sure what that's about. <coughs> Excuse me, man. I yeah, you're some, blowing up over there, man. some water. I'll get some in a second. Okay. Uh, added two more recovery frames after a blocked or missed attack while jumping backwards. So now jumping backwards is going to be a little bit weaker. So if they jump back in the corner and you run block, you can beat them up a little bit easier. Adjusted the throw immunity of most special moves. I don't know if that means they gave them more or less. Good question. They didn't say. Increased combo damage scaling after a throw tech. Uh-huh. So is that like for the ones where like if you throw tech into the ice clone? I, I imagine so. By the way, Cyber Sub-Zero can also do that. Oh, yeah? So okay. when you're doing your full screen 50-50 into the ice, the low ice bomb that blows uh -huh, up, uh -huh. um, or if you're you know, running up for the grab instead. Either way, you got the combo, man. <laughs> That's awesome. I guess. Oh, we'll man. see. Uh, um, combos do not end after a meter burned throw at the end of a match. I don't know. What Does that mean like when you kill someone and then it's like, finish them, and then you grab them and meter burn it? Do they just fall over? Uh, you know what? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, let's see. Some hit sparks are now red. Oh, no. You know what that is? That so at the end of a at the end of a match when you reset the opponent with a uh, so they're in the air you grab them then you do the standard uh -huh. reset you that means that you can continue into other stuff for brutalities and whatnot uh, like okay, if you want to okay. set up brutalities I think that's what it's specifically for if I recall correctly interesting okay uh, this one's really cool hit sparks are now red when a move connects during opponent's recovery frames. So you'll actually see true punishes now. Yep. They probably took that idea from KI, right? Because they added the punish. Probably so. <clears throat> um, fix some incorrect frame data in the move list. Adjusted many combos which are inconsistent if the player and the opponent were not both chest to screen or chest away from screen. Thank you. Indeed. That was the one combo that drove me nuts with the Dragon Naginata stance. That's that right. did not work unless they were like... Like, because the problem is, I would do this combo in the corner that ended with the spear. Right. And depending on whether it was this, 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 or this, it would I would either end up in back or front. And it annoyed the hell out of me. Yeah. So hopefully that's one of the ones fixed. Right. Uh, added three more frames to the throw tech window. Good. Those so, so throws are a throws little less Throws were powerful. super powerful. Right. Still, still good, though. Uh, and a tech throw at the beginning of a match will no longer grant first hit bonus. So if you tech the throw, you do not get the meter. <laughs> So basically, these changes make it so that defense is a little bit more viable. The the lack of meter building, because look, a lot of the great pressure in the game was button, button, EX hat. Yeah. Right? Button, that button, kind of EX, Tanya, sleep fest. Right, right exactly. Uh -huh. So now that stuff is less common. So the uh -huh. offense is going to be a little bit more interesting, I expect. And defense is going to be less horrible. That's actually really cool. I really like that change. Because that makes, because really, honestly, a lot of times when I watch MKX, it really just felt like it was just like, meter! Yeah. Meter! Oh, yeah. You know, it didn't feel like it was kind of this precious resource. Agreed. You know what I mean? Especially because I remember in MK9, I loved it because 
meter was super precious in that game and so it really felt like this really smart resource management kind of thing mm -hmm. and then in, in mkx there's definitely like you said a lot of situations where it's just like the, the, the meter okay mm -hmm. just use it because it's better off you know for sure so i really like those gameplay changes i yeah. think that's really smart stuff when it comes to the individual characters i don't know we need to go into everything Ferritor. Oh. What, what do they do to ferator Okay, so they nerfed a couple of things to Ferritor. Yeah. So first of all, towards Punch, that launching thing, apparently you can't do two of them in one combo anymore. So you right. can't pick which side they go on, right? And his low jab is now minus six instead of minus three. So his low jab is not oh, as not... abusable okay. as it was before. But man, I looked at some of these other things and I was like, what the hell? Like they, so you remember the, the little fair, the, the Ferra follow-ups that you could do, right? Yeah. You were messing with the beta, but stuff like... Um, like, uh, what was it, like, down plus back punch, which is the uppercut, right? Uh -huh. Which is his uppercut. I'm not mistaken, right? Because I had to read this, like, a bunch of times to yeah, make sure. Huh? It went from minus 11 to plus 4. Okay, but it's like 20 frame startup or something crazy. Yeah, I know. It's but a high. It's, but you can combo off of his, right? I mean... That's true. You, you can. can. combo mix So what... what if, the, if it got better... By 15 frames, by <laughs> getting rid of the recovery, uh -huh. then that that could be cool. That could make for cool combos. Right, right. Uh -huh. And not only that, but I mean, you could already combo. I know, after, that's what I'm saying, right? but you could probably do cool Oh, stuff. yeah, that's true now, yeah. But I mean, even still, though, I mean, now I can uppercut you. So I could do a cross-up punch into an uppercut, and then I get pressure. Like, I don't know, that just seems really good to they, me. They buffed him, man. Yeah. His sweep... Um, his sweep went from minus 17 to minus 6. So the sweep is a lot better now. Um, away, like down, let me see here. Uh, away plus back kick. That was the one, oh, I can't remember which kick that one was. But I remember that he also had, um, let me see, yeah, tourism back. That one's kind of sad. That one made me sad. Um. I think the, the biggest one is... The bolder one, so his so Lackey Tor, so yeah. he does have improvements in Lackey. Yeah, he mode. does. Yeah. Uh, the bolder is now minus six on block the EX one, so I can use it to get in because minus six is mostly safe. Yeah, legit, okay, yeah. Right. So now I can use that to get in because before when I couldn't get in, you know, it was like uh, and I'd EX bolder and die anyway. So I don't know. He just there's just a lot of like neat little. In uh, in Vicious, I think it is. Mm -hmm. He gets to he throws Farah and then can meter burn it. Uh, I think right? or that's, is that really close? Uh, enhanced Ferritas. I think oh, that that's just might favor okay. both of them. Yeah, added little one slide, enhanced Bowl Girl. Are you talking about the low yeah. one? Yeah, yeah that's because that that means that you get super big combos. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm still sad that it seems like Lackey might not be that much better than the other two, or still the worst out of the three. But I don't know. I think all of those characters, yeah, all those yeah, variations, yeah. are good. Um, you know, they just, in general, I think that they made pretty smart changes. Oh, I they said that all sweeps got better, so it's not oh. just Ferritor. Okay, okay, that's nice. Okay, that makes sense. That's that nice. makes sense. Okay. Um, go to Tanya. Just go there. Oh. <laughs> okay, let's read off Tanya here. <clears throat> A wave of ba plus back kick has increased pushback. is now minus seven. Yeah, so they're right. Everybody back sweeps forward, are yeah. better. Uh, forward kick, back kick, so three, four, can no longer be canceled on the first active frame. Tanya Kobojitsu reduced the block stun on Tan Tanfa throw. Okay. Away plus Fierce Punch now has 10 startup frames, up Back from two. 9. Slow. 
Um, Still good. Reduce the pushback on block from the last hit of taunt the swipe. So that's Rekka, 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 right? So that means you could actually punish her. She was always negative, but like nobody could actually hit it, right? It was hard. Yeah. And then uh, away one plus, uh, I guess, one and three. Yeah, back one. Oh, three and, uh, two and four. Yeah. Back one, two and four is now minus ten on block, down from minus Sick. four. Dragon Naginata, increased damage of away plus back punch by two. That's that super long mm -hmm. stab, right? Uh, increased damage of down away, back punch by two. So that's cool. Uh, Pyromancer, remove five recovery frames from low and high fireball. Remove two recovery frames from air. So they tried to make the other two stances yes, a little bit more useful. a little bit better, but most importantly, the boring stuff is a yes. little bit worse than it was before. It's not terrible. You can still do it. Right. It, did, it That wasn't as bad as I thought she was going to no, get. No, that's, that, this, the reason I wanted to bring it up is because she she was not overpowered. She was mm -hmm. top tier, but like not ridiculous about it. Just boring. Yes. And so what they did is they gave slight nerfs to it. Mm -hmm. Totally viable still. Right. But if, And if you want to play that style, you can still do it. But they also slightly buffed her other ones, again, without being ridiculous right. about it. Mm -hmm. I think that that character is really well balanced okay, like that okay, okay it's just it's a good balancing choice to yeah, make slight yeah. nerfs to stuff that was not interesting not even op necessarily mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. very good but not op just to make it more interesting right, right and i feel like that's again part of what they're doing with making offense a little bit worse meter mm -hmm. building a little bit worse defense a little bit better just like some slight tweaks here and there i really like it yeah, I'm really, no, I'm that really actually, excited to play that, that actually was way different than I thought it was going to be. Like, yeah. I thought it was just going to be like, goodbye, Kobojutsu, like, you're yeah. done. No, no yeah. that's actually that's actually uh, surprisingly restrained. Yes, agreed, agreed. <laughs> also, a general thing, you can combo into EX command grabs standing. Oh, okay. So you okay. just do 1-1 one, one EX grab if you right, want to. Right, right, right. Okay. That's cool. Okay. You've never been able to do that before. So right, that yeah. that is a buff to all command grab characters. Mm-hmm. Shoutouts to MKX. Yeah. I'm really happy about what they've done with MKXL. Again, obviously it sucks it's not on PC. We've gone over that before. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Bad news. I wish it were not like that. But yeah. the game itself that they're putting out, the gameplay, very good. Right. And you can actually play online against people now. Yeah. I mean, look, just like we've said about like Street Fighter Five. if you bought that game and you feel burned, that's absolutely justified. For sure. Right? If you bought the PC version of MKX and you feel burned, that's absolutely justified. You know? But these changes look really, really solid. Yeah. Um, it makes me super excited for the future of this game as a tournament game for this coming year. Agreed. I feel like there's going to be some... It seems like they've changed enough of it that it feels like it's a... It kind of feels very similar to like when Keats was going over the Season 3 changes where it was like yeah. everything made sense. And they're really thinking about how to affect the pace of the game. And such. Yes. You know, like the combo breakers in KI don't knock down the, the, the opponent anymore. It knocks them onto their feet. So mm. the action gets back into it right away and okay. stuff like that. You know, so, you know, the, the, the combo breaker system being a little more fair, you get the meter back quicker, et cetera, et cetera. So it feels like they've really thought carefully about the pacing of the game. Yeah. And so, and the changes, yeah, like I said, I expected way more hyper-reactiveness to yeah, Tanya, so that's actually really good stuff. So I, I'm actually looking forward to seeing this, and I may just have to try to pick up some Fairy Tour again. Yeah, so, you should. Uh, Let's I play. play some Lackey. Let's do some it. Lackey Tour. All right. Too many games to play. I know, I know, I know. Too many games to play. I got I to gotta have 
at least Street Fighter Five and MKX. I'm hoping I like KI, mm -hmm. and if so, I want to have those three, man. I wanna... Dude, see, I want to play all three of those games, and I want to play Exert, and I want to play Uni LST when that comes out. Oh yeah, dude, you're right, you're right. Like, and then Tekken Seven when that drops, I want to get on. Yeah, we're dead. <laughs> Finally, give up my law practice. <laughs> nope. <laughs> all right. Anyway, what else is coming up? What else is happening? Um, so, uh, one of the cool things is it looks like they've started cracking down on rage quitters in Street Fighter V. Ah. Hans has definitely tweeted out some hints that something's coming. And he even tweeted out today, he was like, we'll have news for you soon on what we're doing to rage quitters. Somebody actually did say that they noticed someone who was a known rage quitter that he's seen online before. They look at their history, and it's like 6,000, 6,000, 6,000 BP, and then all of a sudden he had 500 BP. Dang. So they might have been punishing some people already. Someone else also I saw on an SRK forum say that they saw, like, they started beating up the opponent and it started slowing down and it looked like the guy was going to rage quit on him. And then the game continued forward and then he got his points. So I wonder oh, if, like, yeah. maybe as soon as KO happens, they're trying to change it now. So if they rage quit, it doesn't matter oh. or something like that. You know, apparently they're doing something. Okay. Something's happening. So, okay. Uh, but definitely they're responding to it. Hans has been talking about it a lot. So I'm actually, um, that's Dang. not the bad. He still has 500. The guy, excuse no, the no, guy. The, no, no, I, no, I think he's saying that's not bad. He still has five hundred. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Sorry, yeah, no. sorry. I thought he was just like stuck on five hundred, <laughs> which be would have been best. Which would have yeah. been the best. So, but but also another thing too is they've said that if you do arcing rage quitters, to use the share button on your PS4, mm. record a clip and tweet it to them, because it's very easy to share a clip now. Uh, you just hit the share button, you record the thing, upload it to YouTube to your account. Boom, send it to them, and then that way they can track down all of them as well. So, I'm wondering if they're doing it so that they can... Like, I'm not even sure if they're doing it so that you're reporting them so they can punish him. I'm wondering if they're using it as a way so if they can find all the rage quitters, they can calculate trends and figure out ways to mathematically figure out who rage quits a lot ah you know okay. what i mean like okay. look for win streaks with this or all right. you know, some big data stuff Interesting. yeah so if you can point to them all the rage quitters maybe they can find a good way to calculate it okay. out or something like that so. cool that would be cool um also people have been talking about the fact that these throw option selects you can't crouch tech anymore in street fighter 5 but apparently um Eno, the famous CBS2 Japanese player, has refound Nerd Josh's tech from yeah. E3. Yeah. Uh, to At least to... the second time somebody's found it. Yeah, that you can still throw tech in this game. PR Rog actually kind of was practicing it and got decent at it, but apparently it's frame perfect. Like, you literally have to hit, like, low strong and then jab and short, like, exactly two frames later, yeah. or the opposite order or something like that. So apparently it's not... Yeah, button then throw. Yeah, it's not that easy to do. I've tried it. It's not that easy to do. Oh, okay, okay. But, so you uh, actually tried it. Yeah. Okay. But it's doable. It is okay. Oh, yeah. But um, I wonder if they're gonna try to figure a way out of it. Look, everyone's been finding all sorts of crazy, ridiculous option selects. I was finding a bunch of them even just when I was streaming yesterday. Uh, you know, like just finding like good ways to block Ken reversal ex uppercut and throw tech and still try to command. Oh, you cool. know, stuff like that. Again, you can't get away from option selects. Like, people always want to say, oh, Street Fighter 4 had too many option selects. Like, the game 
programmed option selects into right. the, no you can't get away it's just from an that. abuse of the system people are too smart option yeah. selects exist in every game it's impossible to get I mean it, it is possible to get away from it but you'd end up with a very boring game let's just put it that way sure so you know um, the thing about the the sort of crouch tech whatever you want to call it in this game mm -hmm. uh, button option select throw tech is that Buttons like that are just not as good as they were in Street Fighter 4. Mm, okay. A crouching short is not that great. Mm -hmm. A crouching jab is not that great. Yeah, most crouching shorts cannot lead into any significant combo in this game. Right, and crouching jabs will, for most characters, maybe you get jab, jab, shore you or something. But <laughs> right, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not much, uh -huh. not much. And from even like max range of low jab, you can't even get jab, jab into something. Right, you know? and all that stuff gets eaten by... Mediums and fierces and roundhouses. Right, right. Just by the priority down. system, yeah. you risk getting um, crush countered in just the same way as if you had pressed throw tech in the first place. So, I mean, it's useful for sure, but, but it's, it's not as useful as before. Right. It's not going to be what it was before. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. When I was saying most characters don't get real stuff out of jab jab, Chun Li exception. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Character is yeah, character. pretty good. <laughs> really good. Um, one of the very, very cool announcements that came out of Anime Ascension was that uh, Axis announced that they are doing something very similar to Street Fighter V, and that if you pre-order Guilty Gear Exit Revelator for PlayStation 4 on PSN, you get access to a playable demo and exclusive cover colors so they're actually going to be doing the same thing. They're going to be doing some beta testing as well. That's so cool. So sure. um, the game is coming out on June 7th. So um, I don't know when the, let me see, pre-ordering doesn't has not say. not yet started. Yeah, it does not start it, but that means we get access to it earlier. I hope Johnny's there. I'm in there, oh, yeah. God, definitely I'm, get that. I'm so happy if Johnny's there. <laughs> yeah, I know. Dude, it's like I said, I just watched a Karinchu video in, from Japan. He's like their best Johnny player. And just watching the way Johnny moved just looks so familiar. And it just like, cool. I just started like smiling. And I was like yeah. happy. It was like seeing your best friend that you haven't uh -huh. seen for a while. So okay, that's good. I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm, I'm still happy mad that him. I did not play Exert much at all. So I'm happy about Revelator. Okay. Um, they also did finally... So they kept announcing all these new weird, wacky characters like we mentioned. You know, like the... The Korean girl in the in the giant old man outfit. Yeah, Coom and, and Raven. Yeah. By the way, Raven looks super sick. I haven't seen a lot of him actually, so um, I didn't get to see the the demo that the, was he there playable at Anime Ascension. I'm not the, sure. Okay. I'm not sure. I did see a, a there's a short video just the what is it the trailer or whatever oh, that has okay, a little bit okay, of gameplay. Okay. I haven't seen that. And yet. then I also okay. saw a more in depth breakdown that somebody had just written up. Uh huh. That sort of talks about it. He has an excitement system <laughs> where he, when he gets hit or when he tries his little parry, uh -huh. if you hit him, he gets excited. And if <laughs> even if you don't, it's like he gets... What, it's, he screams something like, you're not looking at me, or just something, <laughs> something like that. I forget uh, what it is. And he gets, he gets excited. Too. He's like this masochist. <laughs> That's actually but he's also cool. a zoner, and he has, his, he has a command grab. That doesn't work right next to him, but it does work oh, farther away. Interesting. Okay. He seems to have some really cool options. Yeah. I'm going to check him out. But you always remember the character that won that poll was Dizzy. And yes. so everyone was like, where the hell is Dizzy? Well, they finally, I mean, they had a silhouette of her and something. 
But they finally said now in a recent trailer, Dizzy coming soon. So, yeah, there it is. So, you know, officially announced that Dizzy will be shown very, very soon. So, cool. There you go. Um, uh, as we mentioned, Dead or Alive 5, uh, Team Ninja's doing a really good job keeping the game alive with their with their year-long tournament. Uh, yeah. New characters, Samurai Warriors, Naotori Lee. Or is that Ai? <laughs> Because that's not a capital L. I guess you're anyway, right. Anyway, kicks her way into Dead or Alive 5. Yeah, I think it is IE. I think you're right. Yeah, so uh, I guess that they're adding a new character to the game, Dead or Alive. So definitely check that out. All right. Uh, I'm just trying to see if she costs money or if she's a free character. Let's see. Set to receive a new guest character. I don't see anything about cost, so it might just be a free character that you get. That'd be cool, man. Okay. Okay. And uh, finally, not much from community news. Not like last uh, few weeks where we've been seeing all sorts of like flowcharts and all these cool videos coming up. Uh, a little bit more sparse. Maybe everyone's playing this week or something. Like <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I did do the training mode thing yesterday. My God, I thought I was good. Like, I seriously thought that was going to be just like hour long. I talked about the training mode for almost like two and a half hours or something like that. It was ridiculous. Like, well, I you know how you want me to cut that up. Yeah, I need to look through that and, yeah. and figure that out myself, to yeah. be honest with you. So, um, But I do have that. That should be up soon. The last week's video is up, and I've been getting a lot of good positive feedback on yeah. that, so I'm super happy. You've been uploading a lot of match videos, which is really cool, including showing how amazing Flo is for an hour. Dude, Flo is ridiculous. Flo is so good. He's so at good. Video games, yeah. Well, fighting games. Yeah. He's so yeah. Not, a <laughs> Not platformers. Not video. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but dude, his he is so so good. And when I play him, I constantly have to remind myself that that he's. <laughs> I'm playing like one of like maybe the top ten most talented players in North America. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Don't beat yourself up too hard. <laughs> Oh, so some people are saying that uh, the Dead or Alive character is going to be $3. Okay. So there you go. Okay. Um, but we have been putting a lot of content out. I want to thank people who have donated to us and such. Um, we do have a Patreon down here and PayPal and subscribing to Twitch options. But thank you to everybody. Um, so for sure, uh, check those out if you want. If you're finding all of our content cool. Please do. I am uh, hoping to play some more online matches because I know you did four character tutorial things. Yeah. I want to play some more Mika online. I want to play some more Kami online so I could do some of those videos as well for those characters. In the meantime, Mr. Sejam, Superman Sejam, has completed his. He has put out a video for all 16 characters. They're on every wiki page now on the shuriken.com wiki. They're all there. Uh, he's also going to start with the next four characters in Mortal Kombat. So he's going to be doing character breakdowns for those four characters as well. Smart man. So that'll be coming out very soon. But um, uh, outside of that, um, Momochi is actually starting to teach a bunch of people some okay. stuff too. I haven't seen the video yet, so I, I'm pretty. I'm going to assume it's all in Japanese. So I don't know <laughs> if it has any sort of English subtitles or anything like that. But I know he released a video. Uh, this one says it's number two for Ryu. I'm pretty sure his number one video was Ken. I think he has one out for Ken. I know he has one sure. out for Ken. Yeah. yeah, so Momochi is also doing some lessons as well. Daigo Umahara, of course, has been streaming once a week. Uh, he had another stream just recently. And um, still looking like he's playing mostly Street Fighter 4 Ryu, but like like we mentioned earlier, seems to be picking up a little more Street Fighter 3 style. Looks better. Looks Eventually, better. it'll get to that Street Fighter 5 yeah, level. Yeah, he's, sure. he's looking good. 
Um, oh, Ken was number three. Interesting. Ken was okay. three. Okay. Uh, by the way, Zach says that English subtitles are in there. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah, because I remember seeing some people saying they learned a lot of good stuff from the Ken one. Cool. So. Well, there you go. Um, that's all I have for community news. He also wanted me to look at a tweet that I have loaded up. Okay. And I will look at it now, and you can see what my expression is, I guess. I have, uh, it's, it's Q and Hugo are on the screen. Okay, is there a translation of it? Because it's all in Japanese. Not really. Com Read the translation. Uh, sure. Commentary, parentheses, diffusion, and close parentheses. Hope. It, it gets worse. Hope. <laughs> Quote. Is the original story from Oil Country's Vu. Putting in P-moving big catch suddenly, said Higa. Rice, also do not know the principles. Does anyone know? Please tell me. Boring anymore, because I don't desire throwing in stuff somehow. Drilling fusuru. Hatchet? <laughs> Thanks, James. This is good. I'm glad we did that. <laughs> oh, man. Commentary. <laughs> Diffusion? <laughs> Hope is the original story from Oil Country's Boo. I feel like if this was still in the day and age where people put things in emails, I feel like I'd have to put that in there. Right, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That'd be your, your SRK SIG for a little while. Yeah, exactly. What anyway. Is Hope is the what? Hope is the original story from Oil Country's Vu. <laughs> Vu, V-U. I just like Hope is the original story. There you go. So. All right, let's see what we got here. Okay. I think I, think I didn't see it. What is it? What happened there? Oh, he did some crazy care cancel? Hold on. Oh, whoa. You see the range on that scene? Yeah, Q's command grab. It looked like he twitched forward a little bit. Yeah, it's like half screen? Oh. New tech? What's happening? I don't know. Oh, well, we can find out. Hope is the original <laughs> story from Oil Country's Boo. <laughs> Diffusion? <laughs> That's interesting. How is that happening? I don't know. He's like crouching, standing. He's like doing this wiggle thing, so... Well, I'll have to look into that, but apparently Q can get a half-screen command grab in Street Fighter Three Third Strike. People still finding tech. Interesting. Into oh man, is it gonna be a T Hawk syndrome? Is it gonna be top tier now a little bit? Uh, uh. Dude, it was so funny because I saw this video of like, um, I just saw a Third Strike video where someone was glitching the game by having, um, I guess they timed it perfectly so that twelve is morphed. And then, like, right when the timer runs out, I guess, like, they do a move, and he starts to unmorph or something, and then it's, like, time over. So, like, he, with Alex, he does, like, the, the, the stomp, and he freezes in the air in the squatting position and just starts, like, floating across the screen. It's just, like, making what? these weird 12 noises, and he freezes and everything. I've never seen that. And it's so funny, because I just saw that, and, like, I just remember, I just think about, like, whenever people show, like, that Vega when he flies away. <laughs> You know, when he hits ro Chubby oh, yeah, throws yeah, and he flies yeah, away. And a whole bunch of people are like, man, this poorly made game. Oh, and yeah, I'm just yeah, like, yeah. dude, fighting games are the hardest games to QA ever. Yeah. Ever, ever, yeah, ever. Because yeah, yeah. there's just so many dumb interactions that you have no, no ideas. So. I mean, the, the full release of Third Strike, we've known about glitches, freezing glitches since... Early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First, yeah. first year, first couple years. It's like sure. when, when, when 12 does the dive through, like, what, like, 
Oro's EX Fireball. Doesn't yeah. he, like, freeze and then that's it? And then there's one that's super common. It's, like, Ken kills Makoto with neutral grab or oh, something, like, yeah. super obvious. Then there was the, there was the, uh... Something like that. Remy throwing Urien while the Aegis Reflector is on him, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, there's some, there's some weird stuff. It's all over the place, dude. You, you can't do anything about it. What are you going to do? I'm going to tell you, one of people's most favorite ga fighting games of all time, we've even just talked about it today, has the most glitches I've ever seen. Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Oh, that yeah. game is busted. Okay? Sure. That game is busted. I mean, there are glitches that they had to ban from tournaments because it was just... That's, that's how true. easy to do. Like, like, literally, if you use Gambit and it was fight and you hit him with low short low forward that's it you won you won the game because right. you would just snap him out because you start with one meter snap him out go off the wall fly off the screen and then right and you're you out of there yeah that's it the you win by timeout yeah like they had to ban that right away okay. and that was found like instantaneously dude yeah. like when you watch those old combo videos for that game it was always like busted thing after busted thing and eventually like um magnetro had like the coup de gras with the combos with all three characters <laughs> Like beating up on one guy, like there's just like ridiculous stuff. Yeah. So, oh man. Well, I'm definitely gonna look into this Q stuff. Thanks for the link. Mm -hmm. Um. Other than that, are we about done? Yeah. This week on Thursday, maybe I might try to stream some more. I might try to do some more first attack lessons. If not, then I may just stream myself playing online. Cause I really need to play this game more. You should just play a lot. Yeah, because I haven't been playing at all. I, I barely play this game, and it's really making me sad. So. You gotta play it. Yeah, I know, because it's fun. It is it's fun. fun so. And also, you have to play it, because it's your side job. <laughs> That's true, too. Oh, man. All right, cool. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. And, uh, yeah. All right, have a good night. Have a good night, guys. Peace.